7 o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling, transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! The, 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 the... Yeah. <laughs> hey, Mick Mulvaney. The, 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 the... the... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> um yeah or uh to that uh to that to that uh to that yeah any of that uh (laughs) (laughs) anyway welcome to the weekend edition of turn up the night with kenny pick broadcasting live on indiemediaweekly.com worldwide radio for humans and it's halloween month so of course we are running our halloween collection of music on the server which is very exciting thanks to some help from live 365 not a sponsor. I'm actually paying them. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so welcome to the show. Uh, Rain from Four Freedoms, Washington, D.C., the Beltway Bureau of the Bubble. Hello. Hello, Rain. We didn't lose Rain, did we? Uh, no, you didn't you. lose me. I'm, okay. I'm slow on the uptake. I've had an irritating day. Oh. Uh, <laughs> well, tell us what, or, 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 if, if you care to. I hate technology. Oh, yeah. I've had so, a lot of run-ins with Anybody shit. here who knows me knows I'm a Mac girl. Yeah. And so we, we have a Windows 10 machine for the studio. Oh. And I spent the afternoon trying to get it connected to the server. Oh. And it wouldn't... It just... I. And then I spent hours trying to download photos from the camera... And I don't like Windows. I am a Mac girl, and I'm not knocking Windows for all the yeah. Windows people out there. It's just that I know the Mac OS. Yeah. I understand it. And uh-huh. I, I just, I'm so just you, in you, the mood where I hate technology. So you were maybe mm. kind of like this. So. Whoa! God damn it! God damn it! <laughs> you know what? That's, that sounds like me in the, in the studio this afternoon. God! <laughs> yep. Can't even tell you how many times I was just like, the fuck? And then, Duke, shut up. I'm trying. Shut up, Duke. Yeah, shut, shut, up. Up. <laughs> shut up. Oh my God, I don't care. Shut up. <laughs> was, wow. That was, that was me. That was me most of the afternoon. Oh, there's just rain. trying to get pictures off the camera. Onto the laptop so I could put it into the projector. And no, no, none of it would work. None of it would work. And I, Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So uh, there you go. So, but anyway. Mick Mulvaney. Mick Mulvaney sounded like he was practicing his tap dancing. To that, to that, to that, to that. Yeah. He's preparing for Dancing with the Stars. Could, could, yeah. The, 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 the. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Uh, and of course, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city. Uh, <laughs> to that, to uh, that, uh, to uh, that, to that, uh, the, to that, the, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, let me first say that, uh, I share Rain's hatred of Windows and, uh, I build on Windows after Vista. Mm. That was my last Windows machine and I bought all apples and I, I'm an Apple guy, so there. Mm, okay. You know, yeah. my tablet, my tablet is actually um, Samsung. It's Google. My phone is Samsung. It's, so it's Google. I'm I'm okay with that, but I just I, I'm not trying to knock Windows. I'm not. Bob is a Windows guy. Well, let me we, knock it for you. I'd smash I, Windows if I were you. It, it's just I feel like these things should work easily, and I don't know why they're not. Well, as the sole. Windows user here on the show. I'm not knocking Windows. <laughs> I just want to say that um, I, I kneel to your superior technological machines. See, I, was afraid, I was afraid it was going to go there, and, and I didn't mean for it. And I'm yeah. just gonna. I just have to get a Mac and scrap everything here. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. No, I didn't. I honestly didn't mean to. I really didn't mean to knock Windows because yeah. I, I get it and it works. It, it, it's just I I I get it. It works ish. <laughs> anyway, here's what it comes down to. Here's what it comes down to. I have been I have used uh, the, the Macintosh platforms for well since 1994. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's a long time I've been using it, and. It's fine. You know, so now we have this. We have this laptop that we have, and it's in it's in the studio, and I'm trying to use it to to project, <laughs> you know, photos that I need to project so I can, you know, yeah, paint them. I understand. It's just, I, right. I'm old, and I don't want to have to learn a new operating okay. system. Okay. All right. All right. So uh, let's okay. um let's let's see. Uh, right. where do, where do we go from here? Well, I think I want well, to talk, go ahead, go ahead. And then we got yeah, to talk about something else. I just want to say, I just want to say quid pro, pro quid pro. Whoa. Oh God. Yeah. But before we get to that, I, I just want to, I, I just want to talk about Hillary Clinton and Tulsi Gabbard for a moment. Um, <gasps> Hillary Clinton basically said that the the Russians and uh, other people were kind of priming a, a candidate who was running uh, in the uh, uh, did, did she say fe- female candidate? Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. did not mention that person by in, name, but boy, the Democratic t- primary, the Democratic primary, yeah, and, and the and uh, which is true. Because I have not yet to talk to one Democrat who supports Tulsi Gabbard, but apparently, oh, all of her, I'm using air quotes, all of her supporters have come out of the woodwork today to defend her against, oh, what what did Tulsi Gabbard call her? She said, um, called her the queen of, uh, the warmonger queen. And first of all, I want to say, how dare you call her that Tulsi Gabbard when Lindsey Graham has worked so hard for that title? Yes. Well, he has. He has and earned it. He does yeah. earn it. He deserves it. Yeah. 
damn it. Um, you know, uh, look, you might not like Hillary Clinton's track record on Iraq. I don't, but stop blaming Democrats for the war in Iraq. You know, it was, uh, who was the president? Who were the people who stood up and said it was an illegal war? It fucking wasn't Republicans. And it wasn't yeah, libertarian. Who lied to us? Who lied to us? It, yeah, it wasn't libertarian. Speaking of war who, hmm. who visited uh, Assad? Ah, uh, thank you. Oh, well, I, I saw a great. <laughs> somebody made a quote today, and they said um, um, uh, Tulsi Gabbard's position on abortion is uh, it's between a woman, her doctor, and Vassar Al Assad. <laughs> oh, Al Assad. Ouch. Uh, break yeah. Just walk away. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. I was. Uh, I. I. Is it Bashir Al Assad? Is that his name? Bashir um, Al Al Assad. Yeah. yeah okay. Now watch this. I'm just gonna break the wrist yeah, and walk uh, away. Break the wrist. Walk that's her away. Stance on abortion rights, right there, folks. Um. But yeah, it, you know, it's like Tulsi. Just get the fuck out of the race. She has like six hundred and sixteen thousand followers on Twitter. Six hundred and sixteen thousand followers on Twitter. And I she has 616 remember. voters. <laughs> and she has about $616 in the bank, her, too. She's she's being funded by never-Trumpers. I think yeah. that's what I read a couple of months oh, ago. Oh, yeah. yeah. She and got an endorsement her, from her, her the Clan. The of, uh, 2020. She got, yeah, she got an endorsement from fucking David Duke. Oh. Yeah. Well. Doesn't that all kind of jive up with what Hillary said? Yeah. Like, there's somebody who's being groomed to run independent? Yeah. Yeah, they get all upset because they, he, she called them, her a Russian asset. That doesn't mean that she's a conscious Russian asset. Trump's a Russian asset, but I think he's just a Russian ass. Yeah. Well. That sits a lot. He's, a, he's an ass. Well, he's an orange but, ass. But what I mean is you could be an unaware yeah. Russian asset. Like, well, that's uh, true. Mr. Mr. Eyebrows. You know? That's true, but I mean, and I did not watch the debate on Tuesday. But from the things that I've been reading, she completely misrepresented um, Kamala Harris, and she also completely misrepresented what what's happening in in Syria. She she said that that Obama was trying to uh, go for regime change. O- Obama was. Uh huh. I think that's what I heard. Uh, I Joe, didn't see any. I know of none of us watched the debate, uh, but I, from what I, uh, I have heard, she completely misrepresented what the Obama administration did with regard to Syria. It sounds like she's she's in the wrong party. <laughs> I, it does, and you know, and her that's disingenuine apology for working for years for an anti-gay organization that her father ran and that promoted conversion therapy. I mean, sorry, that was an instant disqualifier. To me, yes. Yeah. yeah I, mean, I mean, go away. Yeah. And go, yeah, Heather, Heather's, yeah, Heather, she's pro-Assad. And if you're pro-Assad, you're pro-Russia, you know, and, uh, you know, you're 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 uh, pro the, the Turkish, uh, what's probably going to end up being right. a genocide. Right. You know? Let's just so. remember what's going on in, in, in the Middle East. Russia always wanted a foothold. Mm-hmm. They got now, it. Now we gave them a foothold. You know, Trump gave them the foothold they wanted. I mean, yeah. they're getting a great, great re- return on their investment. I got Oh, tell sure. Them. And now they see now they see another investment in Tulsi Gabbard. And I, I'll tell you, they're going to pump a lot of money in the 
Russian bots mm-hmm. are going to be mm-hmm. pushing Tulsi, uh, Tulsi ads soon. Yeah, I think it's just really important to pay attention to who is funding her and why she is there again on that stage at the debate on Tuesday. Why? Who funded her? Yeah. Yeah, yeah she has like 600, 600 people that contribute to where, where does she get all these people? Don't she have to have like thousands of people? Thousands yeah, of individuals and, and Liv, just, Liv said in the in the chat and and this is something again I didn't spend a lot of time reading up on it, mm-hmm. but I I have heard from a number of places where she kind of said that we're like, you know, courting with Al Qaeda, this country. Yeah. She's a conspiracy theorist. Oh, she's awful. Oh, yeah. She's awful. So anyway, um I'm glad that Hillary Clinton said something about it. Unfortunately, I think it might have given a little bit of fuel to Gabbard. Um, and, uh, the, it, you know, there might, it could backfire a little bit. We'll see, but I hope it doesn't. But, um, but yeah, just, just go away. Just fucking go away. You know, I don't, I, I don't see how she could peel away, peel away enough votes to matter. If she ran third party. Uh, I think that's, you know, she's going to be about as damaging as Stein was, and that wasn't very damaging at all. So, anyway. Yeah, but Honestly, seriously. I don't I don't know, Ken. I mean, that does worry me. It yeah, worries me, too, but that. I don't like it. I don't like it, but, you know, I, I just, you know, uh, we'll see. We'll when you see. look at the margins in Ohio, mm-hmm. Pennsylvania... Michigan, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. In fact, in, in in Wisconsin, Ohio, and Pennsylvania was like total of seventy two thousand votes. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're coming down to a vote a district, a vote a precinct rather. I mean, really, she could swing a swing state. Yeah. Well, well, we'll see yeah, what happens. It, Hopefully, that does make me nervous. She needs to go away. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. And and so, truthfully, the other thing is Hillary is right. Oh, absolutely. She is right about this. I mean, she's hundred percent right. So, but anyway, uh, yeah. And Cat says she's Alex Tulsi Jones. Gabbard is my she, Windows she, Ten tonight. Yeah, Cat uh, says uh, that she's Alex Jones's favorite Democrat. What the fuck does that tell you, folks? Yep. Mm-hmm. So anyway. Uh, let's go ahead and get into some of this other stuff. Um, there's, a, I got a lot of audio here. I'm telling you, I am, I'm so, I told both Rain and Joe before we started the show, I'm, I'm delirious. I'm delirious from this week because there has been so much shit coming so quickly. Um, and, uh, the, 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 the Mick Mulvaney thing the other day. Oh my Lord. Oh, my Lord. I said it, and then I saw Morning Joe said it. Yeah, yesterday I said it because, you know, this is my, you know, I, I said it about Giuliani. I didn't say it to you guys in the chat, but I said it about Giuliani. Giuliani went on TV and shit his pants. Mulvaney did the same thing at, at a press briefing the other day, yesterday, yesterday. Um, yesterday. <laughs> and, uh, oh, my God. It was unbelievable. Unbelievable, unbelievable the the nonsense that was uh, that was coming out of his mouth. But but there was one point of truth, and this is uh, 
This is it here. This exchange with uh, who? Who was he talking to? Jonathan Carl. Yes. Yeah. ABC. Yep. Yes. ABC. Right. ABC. Yeah. He's talking to Jonathan Carl, and he basically admitted to what everybody with more than three functioning brain cells has known since the the whistleblower and the transcript, uh, the 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 notes, whatever came out. Listen. That he also mentioned to me in the past that the, the 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 corruption related to the DNC server, absolutely, no question about that. Um, but that's it, and that's why we held up the money. Now there was a report. So, 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 so the demand for an investigation into the Democrats was part of the reason that he it was on the, to withhold funding to Ukraine. The the look back to what happened in 2016 certainly was was part of the thing that he was worried about in corruption with that nation. Then that is holding, absolutely appropriate. the funding. Yeah, which which ultimately then flowed. By the way, there was a report that we were worried that the money wouldn't, if, if we didn't pay out the money, it would be illegal. Okay, it would be unlawful. Um, what? That is one what? of those things that is, has that little shred of truth in it um, that that makes it look a lot worse than it really is. Uh, we were concerned about in our uh, over at OMB about an impoundment, and I know I just put half you folks to, to bed, but there's a there's the Budget Control Act, uh, impound Budget Control Impoundment Act of 1974 says that if Congress s appropriates money, you have to spend it. Okay, at least that's how it's interpreted by some folks, and we knew that that money either had to go out the door by the end of September, or we had to have a really really good reason not to do it. And that was the legality of the issue. But to be clear, what you just described is a quid pro quo. It is funding will not flow unless the investigation into the into the Democratic server uh, happened as well. We, we do we do that all the time with foreign policy. We were holding up money at the same time for, uh, what was it, the Northern Triangle countries. We were holding up aid at the Northern Triangle countries so that they, uh, so that they would change their policies on immigration. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Yeah, so oh they God. would change their policies on immigration, not so you could get dirt on people you're running against in an election next year. Mm -hmm. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. But do you do you guys find it amazing that he said we were we were looking into the illegalities of it? In other words, they assumed that this was probably illegal, yeah. and they were trying to wiggle their way around it. Oh my God so much of all of that i mean, I mean to me that's something that's really and understandably that's something that has not been unpacked in the media today when he no. said you know we over at the omb we were, we were looking into the illegalities of this what the it, yeah what, the, what well it, you know you my knew it was illegal my favorite thing about all of this is of course that place that i should never go well, never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. Well, all of the, the Trump cultists over there was like, that's not what he said, that's not what he said, that's not what he said. What? Oh, well, guess what? Guess who heard it, everybody? I just think half these people, Republicans too, what is Mulvaney even talking about? I just think he's dumb. Yeah. I really do. I don't even think he knows what he's talking about. That's my take on it. Yeah, so Sean Hannity, drunk. Sean, he oh, God, he sounded like he had the vape hanging out of his mouth too. So he sounded drunk. Look out, Melania's coming for you. Afternoon after yeah. This. <laughs> well, listen to how he started it. He couldn't even he couldn't even get a thought together to, for for what he wanted to say. Listen to the very beginning. I just think half these pe Republicans too. What is Mulvaney even talking about? <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> he's drunk. I just think half these pe Republicans too. What is Mulvaney even talking about? What? Um. Yeah. My God. Lush. Wow. 
So it was very a lot of fun watching people uh, who don't have a lot of flexibility twist into pretzels. Oh my god, yeah, it was it was good. But the the great thing about this is all these all these Trump cultists were out there saying, "No, he did not say it was quid pro quo. He fucking did." He, totally he said we did. do that all the time. Played he did that. You know, he, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. Yeah. He, here's the here, again. Here's the short version of what he said. We knew that that money either had to go out the door by the end of September, or we had to have a really, really good reason not to do it. And that was the legality of the issue. But to be clear, what you just described is a quid pro quo. It is funding will not flow unless the investigation into the into the Democratic server. Uh, happened as well. We, we do we do that all the time. Oh boy! What did I just say? Um, me and my big oh, trap. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. so pro quo, get over it. Yeah, I'm a hitman. Get over it. I'm a hitman. I kill people all the time. Get yeah, over I it. forgot. I forgot to get the get over it. I'm sorry. I, there was so much. It was just like. Cause we, They're selling t-shirts with that on it, you know. Fundraising t-shirts to say, get <laughs> uh, over it. That's awesome. That's awesome. And then that's no, the tagline. No, Trump is selling those. It, it oh. really blows me away that, you know, his walk back was, you didn't hear the things that came out of my mouth. Yeah, we did. We, yeah, we all did. And, uh-huh. and to me, personally, so he admitted it. Mulvaney admitted it. We have Trump admitting it on 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 video right in front of everybody Mm -hmm. we have his letter we have the transcript we have the whistleblower i i I don't know how they walk this back and try to tell us this is not quid pro quo when pretty much everybody is has admitted it that it Mm -hmm. is quid pro quo ukraine you will get this taxpayer funded money yeah if you you know i want you to do me a favor comma though well, here, here's a representative. Though. Fr- uh, huh? Though. The word though. Though. It's the yes. new is. Yeah. Remember that whole thing with, with Clinton? It yeah. depends on what the meaning of the word is is. Yeah. Well, we're at this point now where it depends on the meaning of what the word though means. Just. Depends on the definition of though, though. So, though. <laughs> Jeez. Um, this is insane. It is. Well, but the great thing about Mulvaney opening his stupid trap and saying that, and again, you know, no, I'll say, great, you did a, you know, uh, what's her name? Stephanie Grisham was like, oh, Mulvaney did a great job at that press conference. He did because he said what we all knew. He said it was, you know, and that's the thing. It's like it, these guys, these guys are going to have like, I don't know, some serious like glutes from lowering the bar and moving the goalposts. <laughs> <laughs> you know? what's, what's amazing to me in, in what Mulvaney said is that mm. they actually thought about it and premeditated this when they said yeah. over at OMB, we looked into it. It was premeditative stuff. Oh, yeah. And he said, did he mention this? Did he ever mention this? The, the DNC server to me? Yes. Yeah. Well, oh. okay, you just you just told us that. So, you so just blurted to, it out. That's the thing, you know, when when you hear like Sunderland and all these other people saying we were just acting on orders from the, the president, you know, those guys, Sunderland, Volker, 
and and you know the, that text message chain. Well, we were just acting on behalf of what the president said. What Mulvaney did is he made it very clear that there is a there was they conspired to make sure that this looked legal. Yeah, and let's let's not forget the backdrop of this all week. Mulvaney surfaced as the ringleader of this whole scheme. Oh, yeah, he was one of the three amigos. He's the one that that assembled the three amigos. I'm telling you, this is this is. Ugh. It's well, bonkers. now I'm, I'm like Mulvaney. The 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 the. the uh, <laughs> I mean, this is. I mean, in the mel, just everything, everything, all, all of the, the 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 leaks that we've heard about, you know, the the testimony that's gone on. Mm-hmm. Uh, people complaining about the leaks and then using the leaks themselves. <laughs> You know, I mean, it's like uh, the Republicans don't know what to do. I mean, I there, I do have clips from a couple of Republicans we'll get to after the break, and one from Trump himself on the whistleblower from one of his unhinged, like, um, what do we call him that? One of his emotional support rallies. Uh, so, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> he's losing his mind. I mean, here's here's a teaser, everybody. Who's the whistleblower? Who's the whistleblower? Who is the whistleblower? We have to know. <laughs> oh, that sounds like a chant. Who's the whistleblower? I'm it sounds sorry. like Who's it sounds like there's not enough cheese to go with that level of wine. Uh, so <laughs> um, <laughs> Who's the whistleblower? I am. When do we want him now? Yeah. <laughs> Why does he say everything three fucking times at least? What do we want, a whistleblower? When do we want him now? Happy, 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 happy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Let's all all make the cheer. What do we want? Whistleblower. When do we want him? Now. Strung up. (laughs) What do we want? A whistleblower. When do we want him now? That would make Trump. What would it make you, Trump? Happy, 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 happy. <laughs> I oh bet you would be t- tippy top happy. Oh yeah. The, we the, can also just do happy server, happy server, happy Tip server, top. joy, joy. All right. Okay. Because that clip where he yeah. talked about the server what nine times? Oh yeah. I I don't have that, but I didn't um, expect you. I mean, there's too yeah. much. It's too much. I know week. it is. It, what is it? Yeah, it is. it's too much. It really is. Anyway, let's go ahead and run to the break. Um, uh, we're gonna. Uh, I didn't. I don't think I played this last show, so we're gonna go and play uh uh Hall uh, Um, and I didn't want to play every show. Come on, guys. Um, and, uh, yeah, so we'll do that and we'll, we'll be back and we'll have, um, more delirium. (laughs) So, uh, hang tight and we'll be right back with more turn up tonight right after this. Take it off the air now, please. You've got to admit something. We've accused interruption. We're having technical problems. Please stand by. It's time. It's time. We are experiencing technical difficulties. Please stand by. 
dark masks. Gather round your teams and put on your masks. Watch. All witches, all skeletons, all jack-o'-lanterns. The third commercial, it's still on, please. Watch Take off the third channel, the third channel. It's still running. Stop it, please. For God's sake, please stop it. There's no more time. You've got to... Please, stop it. Stop it now. Turn it off. Turn it off. Stop it. 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 Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Thank you very much for coming to Alabaloo, or should I say, thank you very much. <laughs> Welcome to Alabaloo on this spooky night. Come on in and have a bite on the neck. <laughs> I think you've got a few bad things on here. Godzilla was going to come, but he couldn't fit in the room. And the mummy's running late. He got it's wrapped up in his tomb. And the ghost ain't boom. It's a halibaloo. You're gonna be there too. I'll have you know, I was at the top of my anatomy class. I can find a vein on anybody. <laughs> Dancing ghouls and singing ghosts. Now raise your cup, propose a toast. The blood! <laughs> Who put steak on the buffet? I specifically said no steak on the buffet! Oh, it's not like a little steak will kill you. No, a steak will literally fucking kill me! That is the one thing that will fucking kill a Dracula, is a steak! That's the fucking fact! How could you not know this? Do you live under a rock? Why, yes I do. It's quite an ice rock, might I add. The sun is rising and our hallelujah is coming to an end. We hope you made some ooky friends. What do you mean, friends? I think you mean to say... It's a halibaloo! <laughs> and a ghost ain't blue! It's a halibaloo! You're gonna be there too! This boogieing has loosened the nuts in my head. Wolfman, get down from my couch, you bad boy. You'll be sleeping in the wolf house tonight. Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. 
Thanks for supporting truly independent media right here on Indie Media Weekly. Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santos, a co-host and head mechanic of the Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. It's all treats and no tricks on Indie Media Weekly. Happy Halloween! I have promised both the Wolfman and the Mummy a reward. It could be that you are that reward. IndieMediaWeekly.com This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott! What is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way. Totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh, my God! They've killed Kenny! <laughs> you bastard! I've had worse. Oh, God almighty. Oh. <laughs> I told you, I'm just delirious. I just Things just keep popping into my head, and I just keep laughing about stupid shit that I've seen throughout the week. Um, I do want to say I got something fun in the mail this week. Uh, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C. That I would like to tell you about. Um, I got some British karaoke CDs. Um, and we've got a very good selection Rock Oddities, 20 classic all-star tracks. And this is great. Karaoke CDs from England have so much better shit on them than American ones. Um, This one's got a lot of Bowie. It's got Starman, Gene Genie, Heroes, Life on Mars, Space Oddity. Oh, my God. It has uh, a a couple Pink Floyd songs, Brain Damage, Eclipse, Another Brick in the Wall, Alvin Stardust, My Cuckachoo, Jealous Mind, uh, Red Dress, uh, UUU, Ballroom Blitz, Little Willie, Wham Bam by the by Sweet. It has All the Young Dudes uh, by Mata Hoople and the following from Roxy Music. It has Virginia Plain, Dance Away, Love is the Drug, <gasps> Jealous Guy, and Angel Eyes. And <clears throat> this one I got expressly for Michelle Lagan. 
from Mike Check Radio. Uh, if uh, if they're in attendance and they're planning on coming to your party next year, excellent. Uh, this excellent. one, she said, I will sing karaoke if you can find the logical song by Supertramp. And lo and behold, these CDs are like six bucks a piece from England. I will sing that with that her if she will have me. Free shipping. But yeah, so it has uh, from Supertramp, it has. Uh, Dreamer, give a little bit. Uh, the logical song, Breakfast in America. Dreamer. It's raining again. And Joe, Joe, San- Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city. <gasps> it has. Yes. What? From Electric Light Orchestra, oh, Evil right. evil Woman, Living Thing, Mr. Blue Sky, Sweet Talking Woman, All Over the World. And. <laughs> From 10CC, it has... I love 10CC. I'm not in love. Uh, <clears throat> it has I'm, I'm not in love, rubber bullets, dreadlock holiday. Never heard that. <gasps> the things we do for love. Heard that. And then this disc, it had something for me on it. It had something for me. It has In the Air Tonight by Phil Collins. Yeah. Yeah, as one more night against all odds, another day in paradise, and two hearts as well. One and night. I will be bringing this, but I do I did get a great Christmas karaoke CD from them too, and it has it has like Step Into Christmas by Elton John, Mistletoe and Wine by Cliff Richard, um, Wow, Thank God It's Christmas by Queen. Uh, what else? Uh, do they know it's Christmas? The Band Aid song. <laughs> uh, we should do that at your party. Do they know it's Christmas? And everybody should be assigned a, a part for like <gasps> what? <if laughs> I I I got dibs on Simon Lebon. No, that's actually going to be pretty. I'll just do Bob Geldof or something. Um, oh man, so <laughs> Kenny! At this rate, we're going to have to make it a two day party. I know, I know. But then, <laughs> but yeah. So it has those. I thought it had the. George Michael song on it, but I don't think it does. Um, but anyway, I just wanted to throw that out there. And I'm go- hoping I'm hoping by next year we'll have a flat screen. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's well, and I can still hook it up. Screen. I can still hook it up to the the TV in the garage. So well, I'm sure we can hook yeah. your system up to to. But, but, but we have time to work out yeah, the logistics. Definitely. And going on to the network, um, uh, probably tonight for the Halloween rotation, I got the original MGM motion picture soundtrack composed by Les Baxter from The Beast Within. And the unreleased soundtrack from George A. Romero's Dawn of the Dead, the original score with the crazy, like, mall music. Um, so, uh, yeah, so that's going to be fun. So, anyway, that's all I got. Um, but yeah, so, uh, uh, yeah, who gets Bono or Paul Weller, Livin says. I don't know. I, I, you know, I think Susan should, should get Paul Weller. So, um, cause she's a fan. Paul Weller, he was in, um, was Paul Weller in, oh God, he wasn't in, um, Style Council in the Jam. Was that him? I can't remember who Paul Weller is. Um, <clears throat> anyway, uh, but yeah, Peter Weller, Robocop, I believe. Uh, so <laughs> that's a request in advance. I'd like Cindy Lauper. Well, she wasn't in that. She was in We Are the World. Oh, okay. Well, then we need that one too. I think it was just British people. And, uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, Paul Weller. 
Style council. Yeah, I was right. I was right. Pull out my Cindy Lauper wig. Yeah, Susan should get that because she's a big uh, she's a big style council fan. Um, all right. So I didn't know Paul Weller sang on that. Uh, <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, Bono. I don't know. I don't know. Somebody that that you know. Um, somebody that's confident that they alone can save the world. I would say should should do the Bono. <laughs> so Trump. I don't know. Um, I, so. I don't think any of us, any of us, my <laughs> friends, the turn up the night friends, <clears throat> I don't, I don't know. Yeah. You know who could be Bono? My nephew, Matthew. He there thinks you go. he can save the world. All right. Yeah. I, I like it. So, uh, all right, let's, let's get to this. Um, more, uh, more audio. Uh, there's some, some Republicans who, after Mul- Mulvaney um, <laughs> shit his pants, as Morning Joe said. Well, they said he pooped his pants, but I said I said they shit their pants, and then Morning Joe said they pooped their pants. Um, but uh, this is Representative Francis Rooney, Republican from uh, Florida, in a very Trump district, might I add, had this to say. Mick Mulvaney laid out a quid pro quo. What is your response? Well, yeah, whatever might have been gray and unclear before is certainly quite clear right now Ow. that the actions were related to, uh, to to getting some of the Ukraine to do some of these things. I think that, as you just put on there, Senator Murkowski admits said it perfectly. We're not supposed to use government power and prestige for political gain. Ooh, ow. Ooh. Oh. Ouch. <laughs> he does. Fancy that. Fancy that. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Where's that uh, in the Constitution, huh? Uh, <laughs> so, oh my God, uh, yeah. So, and then we have uh, no surprise here, but still, I love this. And I'm sorry, I forgot. I don't know if there's Anna Cabrera that was that um, he was on with that uh, Rooney was on with, but uh, this was Anna Cabrera. She had uh, John Kasich on. And uh, he had a similar reaction, but went a step further. Former governor of Ohio, John Casey, who's an asshole. I mean, he oh, is big. an asshole yeah. on uh, on abortion. He's an asshole on on everything, guns, everything. He's an he's asshole a, on steroids. He's a re- he's a fucking Republican's Republican. You know, mm-hmm. um, right. you know, I hate him. I hate him. I loved it when he was fighting with Trump during the the, the primaries. But, you know, um, I, I, again, though, I think that he should have put more pressure on his own party to make sure it didn't get taken over by a reality TV show fucking clown. Um, yeah, but, uh, you know, uh, but this is him with uh, Anna Cabrera at, at, uh, you know, responding to Mulvaney coming right out, you know, you know, on his little cocaine bender. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Um, and uh, saying, yeah, we're sure yeah we do that all the time deal with it get over it you just heard mick mulvaney the acting chief of staff where does this put you uh honor this uh, this has been a, a very difficult 24 hours for me um the issue oh, of impeachment sorry. is really big to me <laughs> and um when i heard what uh, mulvaney said the chief of staff of the president it it pushed pushed me uh, really across the Rubicon, and I'll tell you the why. Rubicon. Withholding military aid, vital military aid, to a nation like Ukraine, which has Russian troops inside its territory, uh, that's threatened all the time, 
that withholding it so that a, a political uh, operation can take place, investigate this thing around the server. And we're going to withhold the aid until you do that. To me, it's, it's totally inappropriate. It's an abuse of power. Now, I know that there are presidents that will withhold aid because they have policy differences. Policy. But this is not a policy difference. And um, so my yes. view is that, uh, look, I fought with people on the air about is there a quid pro quo and, and does this rise to the level of impeachment? I now believe that it does. And okay. I say oh. it with, I say it with great sadness. This is not oh, something that again. I really wanted oh, to do. So I mean, I voted to impeach Bill Clinton, and that was really hard. And this has been excruciatingly hard. Was it? But this kind you. of behavior, this behavior, in my opinion, cannot be tolerated. And action is going to have to be taken. It was so sad when I, oh my god, when I impeached Bill Clinton over BJ. <laughs> Why, baby Jesus? Why are you testing me this way? Um, I have no sympathy for him or any no. of these mofos. Oh, no. this has been such a hard couple of days. You know what? You know what's been hard? It's been really hard having this guy's president for the past two years. That's been hard, motherfuckers. Yeah. Actually, it's been a hard couple of decades ever since yeah. Ronald Reagan. Well, so there. yes. Yes. And, and uh, let me let me point let, so oh, just hard. real quick. I real had quick. a hard time. I had a hard time voting let, to impeach yeah. Bill Clinton. Really, really. Let, really? let me point this out real quick first, Joe. Uh, but I'll pass it off to you. Uh, but Cat does point out the one decent thing that uh, that John Kasich did was he did repeatedly veto the heartbeat bill at least. But he really set up a one hell of a culture for that even to form in this state the heartbeat bill yeah i mean because i mean Minimum there were expectations <laughs> yeah so but anyway joe what were you gonna say oh nothing it's just that the, the the republicans have been building this for a long time ever since richard nixon really yeah and uh trump is just just the culmination of decades decades of what they've always uh thought and always aimed toward, but yeah. they finally found the guy that was willing to say it out he's, loud. He's the mushroom yeah, that sprang from the manure. That's right. But what they didn't expect was for the, the dotard in chief to say, yes, it was quid pro quo, mm. and his acting chief of staff to say quid pro quo. I mean, did, what did, what, did, they, did they not expect that their hubris would just finally outgrow itself and become its own monster? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I yeah. know exactly what you're saying, and it's exactly I mean, a good way to put it. That's yeah, it. it. Yeah, and I only laugh because it's it's just so fucking surreal, you know. That that you know. I mean, you go back. You go back to what was it? Uh, Iran Contra wasn't mm -hmm. that kind of a quid pro quo with the guns and the Sandinistas and all that other stuff? You know, you get the you get these guns if you do, and I don't know the you know the the finite details of it, but. It was sort of like we're trading arms to get other people to do this for us. That was a huge quid pro quo. Well, yeah, it was an illegal quid pro quo. All of them are in government because they because what they did in Iran Contra was mm -hmm. uh, uh, absolutely forbidden uh, by law. So I mean, uh, they they traded arms to Iran, right? Yeah, right. And 
the arms went to, or, or, or and they they funded the uh, the Sandinistas. Mm-hmm. I mean, really. I mean, I mean, it was all it was all. Uh, what was it the Boland Amendment? I think it was uh, that they violated. Um, but at least Reagan was uh, admitted he he did did the wrong thing. Well, he also said he forgot because of dementia. Yeah. Well, I, I don't recall. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. And and I, I just feel I, I getting right. back to it, it's just sort of like they this is this is what they do. This is what they do. And I think that maybe Mick Mulvaney was like, This is what we do, you know. We withhold money, you know, to get other countries to do things. Yes. Policy wise, is, not right, politics exactly. wise. Exactly. I don't think That's Trump true. understands. I don't. I certain. No. I know Trump doesn't understand the difference between policy and politics. After this. No, he doesn't. So. and that's the pro- That's the biggest problem. It's you know they got away with that shit. Mm-hmm. During during you know when Reagan was in office because you had Bill or Bill yeah Bill Barr. Bill Barr was there to clean it all up back then. So she, and here he is yeah. at the head of the DOJ again. I don't think he can clear this all up anymore because all of these guys who are so full of hubris and arrogance, and they're bullshit. literally all out there saying with proof Trump is trying to get dirt on Biden and he's willing to use our taxpayer dollars to get it. I don't know how they put this genie back in the bottle. Even uh, bar, I, 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 I honestly don't. Genie, they can't put the genie back in the bottle, so they'll try to defend the genie. <laughs> and tell you what a wonderful yeah. genie this is. Uh-huh. And everybody has genies like this, so get over it. And then the genie will yeah. morph into uh, a gargoyle, and then they'll say, "Well, it was a genie, but now it's a gargoyle, and we're going to defend the gargoyle." Then the gargoyle will morph into a, um, a griffin. <laughs> <laughs> Not to not Merv Griffin. He, he he needs to be gotten out of he what something the? needs to be gotten and done did. Something's gotta be gotten done did for sure. So uh, <sighs> do something. <laughs> well I mean I it was what Adam Schiff after yesterday. He said, Well, we had a lot of bad things going on and things mm. went from bad to very, very worse after Mulvaney said what he said. Yeah. So should I add Reagan yeah. to my my list of voices? Yes, okay. that was good. <laughs> yeah, that was definitely. okay. Now where's mommy very... and where's mommy and my horoscope lady? Um, I mean, you know, Iran Contra is a perfect uh, example of what was going on here. Okay, mm-hmm. because there you had a quid pro quo. Okay, you sold arms to Iran. You took the proceeds hey, to fund fun, to fund the Contras. Which right. was forbidden by law, by the oh. Boland Amendment, forbid that forbid that kind of sale. There's a perfect uh, analogy to what's going on here. There was a quid pro quo. There was foreign policy being executed, and yes, Reagan had the full right to execute foreign policy, I did. but he didn't have the right to break the law in executing foreign policy. Oh, he didn't, didn't have the right to take the proceeds from the Iran sale and give them to the Contras. That was forbidden. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's the perfect ex- analogy of what's going on here. Yeah. Thank you, Joe. Agreed. I was, Agreed. I was uh, to, to, to both of you, to, 
to both of you, Appreciate amen, for that. Amen. Very, very good. Amen. That's why I have experts on the show. Spurts. <laughs> We're former spurts. You former spurts. <laughs> yes. We're experts. 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 I, I remember living Aren't in we all? <laughs> Aren't land. Spurtland was beautiful. Aren't we all, though, We're really? All the survived the swim. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's what we are. That's, that's where, what we are. That's where, uh, uh, that's where my mind went immediately. <laughs> we, were so. the, we were the best swimmers in the group. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, I miss those other guys. Uh, old Wiggly, <laughs> yeah. old Wiggly and Squirmy, never, never, and never kept in touch with those guys. Did you? No, <laughs> no, I, uh, I never, never got their forwarding address. <laughs> I don't think I was ever part of the spurts the way you guys are discussing it. Uh, uh, I think uh, this took a turn. Okay, um, I, I, I think you probably were. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you were there. Oh. Uh, <laughs> well, see, we're genetically engineered. Okay, are, you G- are, are you GMO, you know, Rain? So. <laughs> yeah, you, know, it's, you know how it was. You were all swimming together, and you all felt like, oh, yeah, sure. we're keeping touch. You know that was never going to happen. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. This is yeah great. Now they want to have a big reunion. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so, that would be yeah, really awkward, I, actually. I was never a spurt. I was a recipient. Y'all think about that for a minute. I, I am. I think we're on a different page here. I think so, too. <laughs> you Let's know what move I mean. on. Stop it. Okay, thank you, Ann Romney. All right, let's go ahead and... Uh, oh, I like this. This is a group out there called Republicans for the Rule of Law. And they have an ad based on all of this stuff that we're talking about right now. And they're going to run it Monday morning in the Washington, D.C. area during Fox and Friends. (laughs) Uh, Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I hope nobody spoils this for Donnie. And I hope that, you know, wouldn't that be great if, like, a bunch of people in the White House saw it, and they're just like, "Don't, don't tell them." <laughs> <laughs> so, but if that Donnie happens to watch Fox and Friends on a, a Monday, he'll he'll get he'll uh, have a little bit of a treat waiting for him. When Donald Trump ran for president, he criticized Hillary Clinton for Hillary Clinton used the State Department to enrich their family at America's expense. She gets rich making you poor i'm running for president to put you the american worker first well since trump has been president the only thing he's put first is his own interests taxpayer money taxpayer money your tax money was spent at trump properties at trump properties president trump saying the 2020 g7 will be at the trump national doral oh yeah property he owns vice president mike pence spent two nights at one of president donald trump's golf resorts pence's decision to stay there cost taxpayers six hundred thousand dollars the u.s military spent two hundred thousand dollars in taxpayer funds at president trump's resort after the election, Mar-a-Lago doubled its initiation fee. Four members of Mar-a-Lago have been tapped for diplomatic positions. You're having the President of the United States taking money from the American people and putting it in his own pocket. Yeah. 
Yeah. So anyway, I'm sorry. That was more about the Doral. They had two ads. I thought I got both of them, but I didn't. They, they have another one about uh, interference in elections. Uh, Bill Crystal's part of this group. So, you know. Uh, but, of course, everybody's like, yeah, he's a rhino! Trump cultists <laughs> immediately, they get their rhino Tourette's on as soon as somebody doesn't kneel at the altar of fat boy. Um, you know. Uh, but no, they, but yeah, so they're, they're putting these ads out. It's awesome. Um, but, uh, but yeah, we're going to, uh, I'm sorry to spoil it, but we're going to be talking about Doral next. I unearthed a story from last year about Doral that I had never heard about another serious, it's a serious story from last year and it was buried um but we'll we'll uh we'll get to that not just the bed bugs we'll talk about that too um but that was that was older that story but from last year there was a crazy story from Darrell. um and I, I fucking couldn't believe it uh but it's crazy too <laughs> but let's listen to uh since we're still kind of on the subject of uh the the uh transcript mulvaney and the quid pro quo and everything uh, Fat Donnie was doing one of his, uh, again, emotional support rallies in Texas the other day. I love calling them emotional support rallies. I stole that from somebody. I don't know who, but, <laughs> but that's exactly what they are. That's what they yeah. are. That's what they are. And, uh, yeah. And, and there, Trump says something really important in here. This is him whining about the whistleblower and he says something that, Oh, Lordy, I hope you catch it. The whistleblower got it all wrong. Who's the whistleblower? Who's the whistleblower? Who is the whistleblower? We have to know. Is the whistleblower a spy? And who is the IG that did this? All he had to do is look at the tape or look at the what they wrote down, the transcribed version of the phone call. Compare that to the whistleblower's account and you see it has nothing to do with it. So why does the IG allow a thing like this to happen to our country? Why? 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 The whistleblower! Oh my god, he sounds like Spongebob. We need another whistleblower. Why? Why did the IG okay. let this happen? You got another voice. SpongeBob. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I have a question. Sure. What What's wrong with their AV equipment? Why is there so much echo? Was the auditorium that empty? Uh, no, it's good. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it could no, be. No, but that's true. But seriously, it, that was really kind of echoey. But yeah, the the uh, but the the you caught it in there. He they all they need to do is look at the tape. Lordy, I hope there are tapes. Yeah, tapes. Lordy, uh, he said tape or what they wrote down the transcript. Yeah, he caught himself real quick. It's Why would recording. he say tape? Yeah, baby. I didn't mean to call oh, you baby. I'm just saying yeah, baby in general. Um, so, but yeah. Why <laughs> the whistleblower? Why am I so persecuted? Oh my god! It, he makes Ted Cruz sound like fucking macho man. Uh, <laughs> Why am I persecuted? Listen, the very nature of a whistleblower is that you don't know their identity. Right? Yeah, that's the definition of a whistleblower. Yeah, 
the hell's wrong with you? Who's the whistleblower? Who's the whistleblower? Who's the whistleblower? Who is the whistleblower? We have to know. Not- What's in the box? He's, he's really just kind of pissed off that nobody's, nobody can tell him. Who did it? Who, he's paranoid. Mm. Who's the whistleblower? Who did it? Who among me? Who Who are you? He's he seriously. I really think that's where he's at. Are you the whistleblower? Are you the whistleblower? Is the whistle Mulvaney? Just keep poking him. Kelly Just keep and Conway. Poking him. Poking him. Who's poking the whistleblower? Him, poking him with a stick. Just, who is it? Who is it? Who's the whistleblower? Why? <laughs> uh, oh yeah, it reminds me of Bob Odenkirk from Mister Show. Of why would God let this happen? <laughs> That's a good. Why would God let this happen? Yeah, where- who's the whistleblower? Who's the whistleblower? Who is the whistleblower? We have to know. Why would God let this happen? Yes. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, except there was better audio <laughs> from the Mister Show one. Um. So yeah. Um. Anyway, we got to go to the break. We're running late. By the way, I watched the El Camino, the Breaking Bad movie. Really good. Oh. Really good. With the late is Robert late Robert Forster. It's on Netflix. Oh. Late Robert Forster was in it. I was surprised. I didn't know he was in it. I won't spoil anything about his role, but he's in it, and he gave a hell of a performance like he always did. So uh, rest in peace, Robert Forster. Great actor in everything. He was in everything forever. And, you know... Great and Jackie Brown, um, you know, just brilliant delivery, just like a real guy. You know, he's one of those actors that's like, he's just a real guy, you know? So, um, but anyway, uh, we got to go. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. I didn't even mention this. I should have mentioned at the very top of the show, Elijah Cummings. Uh, yeah, we'll, I'll get some Elijah Cummings audio, uh, uh, together to play tonight because, uh, we lost a, a serious icon and a fighter for our side, uh, this week. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. T- tremendous loss. I'm, you know, it's, it's, uh, and again, that's adding to my, you know, to my delirium because that, you know, unfortunately got buried you know it, it happened tonight we did it i'm blaming myself for that because i should have you know uh, you know just everything going on but anyway yeah we're way running way late we'll we'll uh we'll play uh i have an awesome uh floor speech from him that i will play tonight uh probably in yes. lieu of a song in uh the third hour but anyway uh let's go ahead and uh run to the break and when we come back uh, we'll talk about Doral and bed bugs and the other crazy story from Doral next year. Oh, and Bobber will be joining us too. So, uh, bed, bed bugs and Ballyhoo coming up next. Uh, sorry. That's, a. that was good. Is that a Le- love and rockets album? No echo and the bunnyman echo and the bunnyman. Anyway, we got to go to the break. Here we go. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Boy, that's that's getting to be a pain in the ass, isn't it? What what kind of radio station is this? KennyPick.com. It's Saturday, Saturday night, 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 night. Time, time for Chiller, Chiller Theater and Chilly Billy Cardilly. In 1968, George Romero brought us Night of the Living Dead. 
it became the classic horror film of its time. Now, George Romero brings us the most intensely shocking motion picture experience for all times. Dawn of the Dead. Night of the Living Dead has ended. Dawn of the Dead is here. It gets up and kills. The people it kills get up and kill. They must be destroyed on sight. When there is no more room in hell, the dead will walk the earth. Dawn of the dead. Take two. Everybody but everybody is go, go, go into our ghost a go go show. Already the spooks are swinging, the witches are winging, the haunts are on the move. The monsters are swaying, the ghosts are saying, come on, get in the groove. And come to our rock and roll ghost-a-go-go show. It's a zany mixture of spooks and music. You may rock with chills or roll with the combos. But whatever you do, you'll have the time of your young life at our Ghost-A-Go-Go show. It's new. It's different. It's tough. Halloween is really a special time, isn't it? Especially for me. You can see why if you know who I am. Look up a little. <laughs> That's me, a jack-o'-lantern. At Halloween time every year, I sit up here and watch everybody go by. It's a nice and scary time, isn't it? All those wonderful costumes and masks and makeup. I think about how much fun Halloween is. I also worry a little bit about the things that can spoil the fun of Halloween. Those kinds of things scare me too, but in a different way. Halloween. Newsweek magazine calls it a superb exercise in the art of suspense, the most frightening flick in years. Halloween. The Chicago Sun-Times says it's so scary, I would compare it to Psycho. It's the kind of picture, says the Chicago Tribune, that forces you to sleep with the lights on. A masterpiece, says New York's New Times. Halloween, from Compass International, rated R. He, more hideous than Jack the Ripper. She, bloodier than Bluebeard. No one is safe in That Teenage Psycho Meets Bloody Mary, filmed in sensational bloody vision. Movie monsters come alive and go into the audience. You are suddenly surrounded by monsters. You become a party to the horror in The Teenage Psycho Meets Bloody Mary, starring Cash Flag in bloody color. Why would God let this happen? Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling, transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! 
we can do it. We're going to do it. And uh, Why would God let this happen? Yeah, so <laughs> welcome back uh, to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, the weekend edition, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com, worldwide radio for humans, and of course, fellow humans on the program, Joe Santorza, the Electric City, uh, Scranton, Pennsylvania, owner-operator Joe's Clown Car Garage. Welcome back, sir. And guess who's making his comeback after the Howard Schultz debacle? Oh, really? Yep. Mr. Schmidt? Back on MSNBC tonight. What? Yep. Wow. Did he give a mea culpa at all? Don't know. He's going to be on All In With Chris. So we'll see. Wow. Wow. Interesting. Oh, man. Check earners got a earner check. Man, I'm sorry. I just had a massive belch I had to get rid of. Um, <laughs> yeah, so did MSNBC. I think. I had some, I, well, I had some. I had some spinach for dinner. So, um, and of course, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington D.C., the Beltway Beer of the Bubble. Welcome back to you as well. I am not going to be on MSNBC tonight. Oh well, that's good. Instead, we, I'm happily going to be here. Yeah. T-U-T-M. I never had to turn my tail and run because I supported some dude. Just need I'm to turn up the night. Nobody ever said please leave. You don't ta- turn well, tail when you turn it. You don't turn up the tail and you turn up the night. That's it. So I'm still here, except for the people who are no longer on the show. Um, so, <laughs> uh, and of course, last wow. but not least, uh, Bobber, uh, from Four Freedoms blog, Dear Braumeister. Hello, Bob. Happy Friday. Yeah. Happy Friday too. You know, Bobber, I got to tell you one of my favorite things about having a party last week. Can you guess what, what my favorite thing is about this weekend from having a party last weekend? Um, not having to do all that stuff all over again? No. It's a fringe benefit of having a party where you tell people to bring booze. Oh, lots of beer. Left lots of leftover mishmash little uh, calico beer fridge going on out in, the, <laughs> out in the garage. A little this, a little that. A little, uh, I wouldn't say calico, maybe a mosaic of beers. So, there's some weird shit out there. There's like a peach beer out there. I'm like, Peach beer? <laughs> There's a pumpkin spice beer I heard of. I know that's like that's tame, uh, tame in in flavor profiles compared to peach beer. Is it a peach wheat or a peach, uh, it might be or a shandy uh, or something like that? I don't know. I'll go. I'll, I'll go out during the Green News report and grab it, and I'll give you a beer review of it. <laughs> so uh, yeah. I'll go out there and see if Billy. Oh, and by the way, if you, if you didn't hear the news, Billy, our little girl, black cat, uh, has a penis. Uh, yeah. Don't say penis in this house. Billy's a boy. Yeah. Yeah, everybody, we yeah, didn't know. I heard, I heard that on Tuesday. So is he changing it from uh, B I L L I E to B I L L Y? Yeah, fortunately, he doesn't know how to spell, so it's okay. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, we've never written it down, but uh, yeah. So Billy, Billy's still Billy don't have a penis. Don't yes. be a pussy don't for life. Yeah, and also, uh, there you go. Somebody had to do it. Yeah, well, I, that's <laughs> twice now. But yeah, so uh, but uh, now now I like calling him uh, Billy Boy. <laughs> Billy Boy. 
Uh, I told but you about yeah, Cat Ben Hur, didn't I? You yes, you did tell us on Tuesday. <laughs> but but again, the thing is, the reason why we thought Billy was a girl was because the people at the hardware store says, "Yeah, we got her fixed and gave away a litter of her kittens. Must have been another black cat." But Billy's also fixed. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know. I just I just live here and feed the now, thing. Billy is fixed, though, right? Billy is fixed, has the ear snipped. Susan took her in, uh, hit, I'm sorry, him, <laughs> took him in um, to uh, the the uh, community clinic to get uh, rabies vaccination and all that other stuff. And they were like, well, oh, look at... Did you notice a, a ball sack somewhere? No, no, not at all. Um, because he's black and he's got, you know, if you look, cat butts aren't like dog butts. You know, you don't no, really see, you know, and he, he's all black and it's not like we really pick uh, him up, you know, cause you know, especially a skinny cat, all the fur kind of tapers back, you know, yeah. unless they're a fat cat, you can't really see what's go- the, the action going on back there. Um, <laughs> especially if some of the actions, and, and it, yeah. he, he's all black except for a little bit on his neck, you know? Um, so, uh-huh. you know, you can't, you, you know, you can't tell. I mean, if you got right up close and looked, you could, but he's still feral and kind of violent. So I'm not doing that. Um, Does he have a warm place to stay this winter, by the way? Yeah, we got him a cat house, um, and I'm buying a heating pad, uh, for him. Um, uh, yeah. okay. So there, yeah, there are my special, cousin, my cousin who's painting out. my house now, uh, has yeah. a feral cat that he mm. bought a little heated house for. Yeah. We got yeah. bought him a house and, um, he, he hasn't used it yet, but I know when we put the heating pad in it, he'll be like, Oh, okay. This is oh, good. That's good. That's good. And in real, yeah. real bad nights, we'll, we'll throw them in the garage and put the space heater on out there for him. You know, it works so. well. They tell me is, Hey, Hey is very, yeah. very good insulator. Yeah. And he's got, that, just we've got, a yeah, we, we have a, an, a, a, an outdoor like, um, lawn couch. It's like a wire frame, you know, metal frame couch with like, you know, pleather vinyl cushions, whatever that he loves to sleep on now that we've got like f- some fleece blankets out there for him on it. So, and one is black, so you can't see him <laughs> when he's laying on okay. it, but anyway, right. good camouflage, but, um, Anyway, uh, and we'll make sure, you know, he's, he sticks around pretty good, so we'll make sure. And we're still on the fence about whether or not we might try and introduce him into the house, too. But I don't think he would ever be happy inside. And he is so violent. He kills so many things. So, <laughs> he's what has killed, he killed? Squirrels, <laughs> lots of mice. Wow. Yeah. Well, mice, yeah. Yeah, but the squirrel he killed was like half his size. So, um. And I'm like, what will he do to Delisa Rose? Because <laughs> she's not big. <laughs> um, so, you know, we, we, but, you know, I mean, we're still doing the right thing by taking care of, you know, he gets fed twice a day. Uh, anyway, we, this isn't cat talk. We got to move along. Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> Turn up the night. It, it, it's Doral don't talk. Play that, don't play that goofy cat song either. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Why'd you remind me? I'm talking. I about. thought I saw a booty tat. Why? Booty tat. Are you dumb? Why'd you remind me? <laughs> <laughs> we sing that on our road trip sometimes. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. Bob. <laughs> yeah, it depends. Bob. Yeah, if yeah. if. Uh, you know, uh, missing you, or what's the other song that sounds just like it musically? Um, 
Every step you take. Every step you take. I think it's a song by the outfield. But anyway, so yeah, we start oh, singing that. It's true. Anyway, I'm sorry I asked if you were dumb, Joe. I can handle things. I'm smart. <laughs> Not like everybody says. Like, dumb. Yes. I'm smart and I want respect. All right. I want respect. So we got a story. <laughs> we got a story from last year from the Doral Resort. And we're going we're gonna to get into the whole uh, whole thing here. This is from, uh, let me see, May 18th, 2018. All right. And there's a video. There's all kinds of stuff. I will post the link. Um, and let me see. I'll try and shorten the link here because it, it's the Facebook link. And it adds on all that extra crap. So um, this is... Uh, Tell me if anybody heard this headline because I sure as hell didn't. The gunman shot at uh, shot at uh, Trump Hotel. The gunman shot at Trump Hotel was a stripper and porn actor who loved Melania Trump. Oh, well. This is this was a guy who is going to prison for attempted murder on five police officers. Um, he, he brandished a, a gun. Let, let's get to this story here. I'll just, uh, I don't want to paraphrase, but there's video of him in the Doral clubhouse at the front desk. Um, it says, uh, let me see, uh, less than a year ago. Uh, uh, sorry. This is from, uh, the Miami Dade Herald, I believe. Um, and, uh, this is from who wrote the article, uh, David Orval and Charles Rabin. Uh, less than a year ago, South African native Jonathan Audi, uh, I'm sorry, proudly posed behind a backdrop of an American flag touting his new citizenship. God bless the USA, finally an American, he wrote in an Instagram. America! Yeah, and on Friday, he unfurled the American flag inside the South Florida Hotel owned by the nation's president. Then got into a firefight and chase with police while ranting about Donald Trump, Barack Obama, and bizarrely rap mogul P. Diddy, according to law enforcement. Um, investigators late Friday were still trying to unravel his motivations. Uh, Odie, Audie, whatever, a 42-year-old fitness junkie and businessman who appeared to uh, who appeared to become unhinged while attacking the Trump National Doral Miami Resort. Um, uh, he suffered uh, police gunshots to the legs. And faces charges of attempted murder. Uh, agents raided his nearby apartment to recover phones, electronics, and other evidence. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, on social media, uh, he lists himself as a fitness instructor, real estate investor, and manager at Pegasus, a business dealing in minerals and gemstones. Uh, he also... Oh. He also uh, had a very Miami Renaissance man, huh? Yeah, he, he also had a very Miami side job about five years ago. He was a regular stripper for Dancing Bear, a South Florida website that produced videos of raucous stage parties involving women performing sex acts on male dancers. He was pretty laid back, said one of the former dancers who performed alongside him. He was a pretty decent guy. No real signs of anger management. Um, but yeah, his Instagram had all kinds of crazy shit. You know, he, he was, uh, putting out, um, he, he was sharing right wing, uh, let me see, uh, where is it? He was sharing stories about Chris Brown being accused of rape, uh, federal authorities pushing the death penalty for opioid dealers. He wanted that to happen. 
uh, talking about uh, the downfall of Harvey Weinstein. In his other posts, the tout cashews as natural antidepressants. Um, uh, seek justice for abused puppies. And quotes from rapper Notorious B.I.G. Uh, he fawns over First Lady Melania Trump. Floatus rocks. She sets the example of mannerism. She counters Trump's aggressiveness, he wrote in one post uh. showing Melania smiling at the White House. Um, and he, he shared some other shit. What was the, where's the other one? Um, oh, t- Turning Points USA. He was, uh, you know, sharing stuff on there about uh, Colin Kaepernick. You know. Um, so, so, yeah, he was... A right-wing stripper from South Africa, white dude, um, went in and apparently decided to just start shooting up uh, Doral. So, what is that? Maybe he's trying to shoot the bed bugs. He could have been. He could have been. But, what? I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, um, Sandy says, nope, didn't hear about this one. I mean, seriously, how you did had he get, how do you you said he was he became an American citizen a couple of years ago or something like that. Yeah, I think, oh, you know, he was in okay. he, probably here on a visa, a stripper work visa. Um, <laughs> well, uh, no, it works for Melania. It did. right? See, that's why he had her. such a. Yeah, exactly. First softcore porn lady. Um, uh, yeah. So. This is hugely important, I believe, because now you, a place where there was a shooting that went underreported uh-huh. on one of Trump's properties by somebody who was obsessed with Trump's wife, and now we're going to have G G seven there. Yeah, this this is going to be what, great. What does this say? To, I mean, does does this scream anything to you guys as to why Trump would definitely push for that to be here? After this, uh, to, well, to me, to me, it says, "Go ahead, Rain." Huh? Well, yeah. Go ahead. Joe We're, said, "Low occupancy." Oh well, low occupancy is one thing, but security is another. How? Uh, I well, mean, I, tell me, tell me that the American taxpayers aren't going to spend millions of dollars for state-of-the-art security for that place. It's huge. And you know, it is, I, actually, Bob and I have driven past it. It's very, very big. Yeah. So tell me. I mean, who knows how much that would cost? How many millions of dollars that would cost to upgrade security there? I mean, do they want another gunman to come in during the G seven? Another thing that was noted uh, today was that it's very close to. I think it's Miami Airport. Yeah. That has something like forty flight approaches over Doral. Yeah, that Doral is right on it's on the waterfront. That are yeah. all gonna have to be rerouted during this mm-hmm. it's gonna cause a horrendous tra- uh, air traffic problem at but Miami this, Airport. All of this goes back to something. I, I believe it was it was oh goodness. It, it was a, years ago. Malcolm Nance said this where he said, you know, at a certain point now that he's president, the world and the United States needs to understand that every one of his properties is going to become a security target. Like every one of his properties, 
even if it's over in, you know, Turkey or, Mm -hmm. you know, wherever they are, they're going to be targets for terrorists. Yeah. And the fact that, you know, you bring up a really good point. What is it going to take to secure this place? Because Trump hasn't secured this place. Freaking the mayor of Doral, um, I think it's Doral, because Doral is not technically in Miami. I think it's in Doral, Florida. The mayor himself found out that the G7 was going to be held there the same way we all heard it was going to be held there. Which means there was no, there were no prior conversations with the mayor or or the city council or anybody to say we are thinking about holding the G seven here at this resort and we want the community to know. Yeah. So, it, this to me this is aside from all of the other problems like the emoluments and all of that stuff, this is a problem. This Absolutely. Is a problem because there is no security. That there is no, there's no plan for security. No, they, the, you know, this administration said we're going to hold it here. We we looked everywhere. We looked. Oh yeah. Well here we looked let, at the Econo lot. Yeah. Let me let me play you uh, before we get too long here. Let me play a little bit of uh, audio of uh, Mulvaney. Uh, here's uh, Mick Mulvaney's um, uh, what do you call it infomercial that he gave. Uh, <laughs> for uh, Doral. There's a long list of the accommodations on site, uh, the the ballrooms, bilateral rooms, the number of rooms, the photo ops, the support hotels that are there, the the proximity to cities and airports, uh, helicopter landing zones, medical facilities, etc. So we use the same set of criteria that previous administrations have used. Uh, We started with a list of about a dozen um, just on paper. Uh, We sent an advanced team out to actually visit 10 locations in uh, several states, we uh, visited uh, California, Colorado, Florida, Hawaii, Michigan, North Carolina, Tennessee, uh, and Utah. Uh, we got that list down to just under 10, uh, and the advanced team went out to visit those. And from there, we got down to four finalists that our senior uh, team went out to, to look at. They looked at, uh, I think it was one in Hawaii, uh, two in Utah, and then the, uh, the Mar-a-Lago facility uh, in Florida. And uh, it became apparent at the end of that process um, that Doral was by far and away, far and away, the best physical facility uh, for this meeting. In fact, uh, I was talking to one of the advanced teams when they came back, and I said, what was it like? And he said, Mick, you're not going to believe this, but it's almost like they built this facility to host this type of event. If any of you have been there, um, you know that there's there's separate buildings um, with their own rooms, uh, separate and apart from each building, so that one country could have a building, another country could have another. You folks could have your building for the press. Um, oh. So that the common areas are, 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 are going to be perfect for our needs down there. Perfect. Just perfect. It's like it was built for it, Bobber. I mean, what a dream come true. You know, and how much money did they waste on the advanced teams then, knowing that they were always going to do it at Doral or Mar-a-Lago? How much money did they Zero. waste for, you know, for the advanced teams to go out to these places they knew they weren't going to do it? If you build it, they will come, and, uh, huh. <laughs> you know, he, he knew that they were going to come sooner or later, and uh, and since they weren't, he decided uh, he was going to force the issue. Yeah. Uh, it's, 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 uh, and obviously, but, we're, but there's no, but there's ahead. no emoluments, there's no emoluments, there's no, uh, there's, there's no uh, conflict of interest here. No! What? <laughs> Look, look at that shiny thing over there. 
Okay, uh, Hillary, uh, Hillary Clinton, Hillary emails. What about when Obama bought that house from Tony Rezco? Uh, you know, <laughs> Tony Rezco. Uh, you know, they were freaking out over that. He paid $300,000 less than market value, but he still paid $1.65 million for it. I Some Trump cultists actually admitted he was wrong and said, oh, they sold him a multi-million dollar house for a dollar. And I was like, no, it was not a fucking dollar. It was, it was $1.35 or $1.65 million, that house in Chicago that um you know resco was somehow involved in in all the shit and all the crying but yeah i made this guy admit he was wrong it was awesome hallelujah trump called us admitted they were wrong you know they're they're selling ice water in hell um <laughs> uh but seriously you know it, it, i saw dino badala was talking to uh uh who was he talking to ilhan omar Saying, you know, could you imagine if Obama ran Obama Inns and just had, you know, foreign dignitaries <laughs> stay at those or something like that, you know? Um, it's like, well, just remember, he Obama couldn't buy a fucking house for a million and a half dollars without people saying, oh, Tony Rezco, you know? I don't know why I decided to, like, do that with my lips with Tony Rezco. It just seemed to be... <laughs> Seem to seem to be the, the idea that they said that they looked at all these different yes my friends the idea that they said that they looked at all these other places they didn't they looked in states yeah they didn't look at any properties they didn't look no. they didn't even bother to look at properties that have previous held any of the G seven sure. summits or G eight or G whatever yeah yeah but the the Clintons boy they they lost money on Whitewater. Oh my God! Don't even get me started on how corrupt uh, that was. <laughs> I think they got the same committee that uh, that um, Cheney used uh, to find the vice presidential candidate for Bush. I think you're yeah. right. Because Jeez. what one place that Mulvaney didn't mention that is uniquely qualified to hold the G7 summit, Camp David. You know, there are so many places that would be... We could have the G7 in Cleveland. In in July? It would be lovely yes. here in July. In Florida well, in July? You know in the end, that's the big point. There's only one, one perfect place to have it, though. I mean... And you're blaming Trump for having the perfect place. I mean, yeah. not, <laughs> the guy right. Uh, perfect place it would be... It happens that he had it. Uh, uh well yeah uh you know i i think uh the the perfect place uh for it to be would probably be something like this the big dirty asshole yeah so <laughs> <laughs> big dirty asshole who owns property this is so much bullshit oh so because many levels what mulvaney said was basically the exact same thing that trump said after he got done with the previous G7. It's what everybody's saying. It's what everybody in the Trump cult is saying, Rain. And we'll have further proof of that later. But we do have to go to the break. We're going to continue the Doral talk in hour three. Um, and I did queue up. Um, I, I, I uh, for We'll play it in lieu of a song next hour. But uh, I have Elijah Cummings' closing remarks from the Cohen hearings. 
that was some that was some powerful stuff. I don't know if you remember that, but um, it, that it's it's a nice long clip, and uh, it'll remind you of what a just a decent human being and what a fighter he was. Um, so anyway, let's go ahead and run to the break. Green News Report back in action. Welcome back, Brad and Desi. And uh, let me, uh, I should probably load it up so you guys can hear it. That would be helpful. But yeah, we're going to go ahead right now. And I'm going to go hang it with Tony Rizko. Yeah, no, I'm not. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com. It's Thursday, October 17, 2019. A terrible threat to the safety and health of every American in terms of the climate crisis. Climate change. Climate change. Climate change. Climate change. In latest Democratic debate, the moderators didn't want to talk about climate change, but the candidates sure did. Climate protesters shut down parts of London, plus... This all started with a huge blast. Another fossil fuel explosion and fire, this time near earthquake-prone San Francisco. All of those blasts and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Kids all over the world went on a, a climate strike. Apparently they're pissed off that we've robbed them of their entire future and killed the planet. <laughs> Whiners. If you don't like it, get your own planet. This is your... Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, I don't get it. The majority of Democratic voters routinely select climate as one of the top two issues of concern to them. And yet, in debate after debate the mainstream media moderators don't seem to want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, and, and remember how in September CNN hosted a marathon eight-hour-long town hall on the climate yes, crisis with yes. all of the 2020 Democratic presidential candidates? Yeah, those were good times. Maybe CNN felt that that was enough, and it freed them from ever having to ask about climate change again, <laughs> because during that three-hour-long Democratic presidential debate on Tuesday in Ohio, moderators with CNN and the New York Times did not ask a single question about it. There was time for a question about bipartisan friendships, but the biggest existential threat facing humanity that threatens human society and all life on the planet and will require a massive multi-generational effort to solve? Nah. Well, yeah, but, you know, Ellen DeGeneres uh, watched a football game with George W. Bush. That's worth spending 15 minutes on, isn't it? A handful of the 12 Democratic candidates briefly mentioned climate change, like billionaire climate activist Tom Steyer. In his first appearance in an official debate, Steyer quickly pivoted from a foreign policy question about Russia to climate change. Let's go to the most important international problem that we're facing, which no one has brought up, which is climate. We can't solve the climate crisis in the United States by ourselves. It's an international crisis. Any problem that we're going to do, but specifically climate, we're going to have to lead the world morally. We're going to have to lead it technologically, financially, and commercially. Well, that's good. I'm glad he brought it up. That said, he's spending $100 million on his campaign that I'll bet he could spend in much, much better ways. Senator Bernie Sanders of Vermont also managed to maneuver a question about a federal jobs guarantee into talking about addressing climate change as a massive jobs engine, part of the New Green Deal resolution he proposed in Congress. We have an infrastructure which is collapsing. We can put 15 million people to work. 
rebuilding our roads, our bridges, our water systems, our wastewater plants, airports, etc. Furthermore, this planet faces the greatest threat in its history from climate change. And the Green New Deal that I have advocated will create up to 20 million jobs as we move away from fossil fuel to energy efficiency and sustainable energy. Oh, Bernie. Meanwhile, in other news, an explosion and fire at an oil storage facility on Tuesday near the San Francisco Bay Area community of Crockett sent a huge fireball and toxic smoke into the air. Nearby residents were ordered to shelter in place with their windows and doors sealed. The fire at the New Star Energy facility is now contained. Officials are investigating if a 4.5 magnitude earthquake the day before may have triggered the explosion. Well, there sure are a lot of explosions and fires at refineries in the Bay Area, aren't there? Yes, and the risk of earthquakes in the Bay Area is a growing concern because of the vast network of aging fossil fuel infrastructure that runs throughout that county. Oh, I'm sure it'll be fine. In England, protest group Extinction Rebellion blockaded the London headquarters of Google on Tuesday to protest the company's funding of some of the most notorious climate denial groups in the United States which was revealed recently in an expose by The Guardian. It was. Google it. More than 1,600 protesters have been arrested during the group's two-week civil disobedience campaign, demanding that the U.K. government accelerate action on climate change. But finally, some good news. California Governor Gavin Newsom signed a bill that effectively bans all new fossil fuel production within national monuments in the state. It prohibits state agencies from approving permits for new fossil fuel infrastructure on federal land in order to block the Trump administration's efforts to expand oil extraction in California. And starting next year, the state will ban the sale of the toxic pesticide chlorpyrifos, which has been linked to brain damage in children because the Trump EPA failed to do so. Oh, Trump ain't going to like that either. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. And don't forget, as we approach the 1,000th Green News Report, you can support our efforts at bradblog.com slash donate. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Warning. This preview cannot show all of the terrifying and grotesque transformation sequences from the last 30 minutes of Indie Media Weekly. You have been warned on IndieMediaWeekly.com. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, <laughs> you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com. He even talks honky. Who's the whistleblower? Who's the whistleblower? Who is the whistleblower? We have to know. Why would God let this happen? Yeah.
all that. <laughs> uh, welcome back to the program. Of course, uh, joining me as always, Mr. Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City owner-operator Joe's Clown Car Garage, also heard on the Tim Carmel Show every week. And fan of the Electric Light Orchestra. Yeah. You know, I like their music because it's like, it's like a living thing. Um, so, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> and, uh, and I, that, that's, uh, uh, one of those songs, uh, all their songs will never make me turn to stone either. Um, and of course, and you could always uh, hear them on, on the telephone line. You can, you can. <laughs> so, <laughs> and of course, uh, joining us as always, Der Braumeister, uh, Bobber for Freedom's blog. Uh, what, what you, what you, are you brewing anything right now? Um, tomorrow I'm brewing my ESB for oh, an upcoming okay. uh, Real Ale Festival. Every time somebody says ESB, I, I I think I immediately think of like Michael Stanley Band and ELP or ELO or something like that. I'm like ESB. Wait, that's a band, you know. But uh, but yes. So, but that's and, cool. And I'm not I'm not a fan of ELO. No, no, you're not. Are you a, a, a are you one of those folks who thinks that maybe they they lean too heavily into the Beatles? I never would have thought that. No, I just they were just a little too orchestrated, too much, you know. Oh, okay. Too, I, too much I get orchestra that. for my taste. Yeah, I get that. I get that. I, I don't there's not a lot of orchestrated stuff that I like that much, especially metal. Um but uh but yeah, oh, I, you, I you don't like a Trans Siberian orchestra? Oh, no, I don't. No, I don't. Fuck. You know that band? There's like, there's like, there's like at least two or three versions of that band. It's never the same band. It's like, it's like right. all these guys who were like, in, it, it, if anybody's heard the name Sabotage, the band Sabotage, um, that the, they were uh, kind of a, a C list metal band in the 80s. They're good. But the, it was like guys from that band who started uh, the Trans Siberian Orchestra, and the the and and like they have so many different like like B lister metal people that like sing and play guitar in whatever else form. It's kind of weird, but it's like it's not an authentic experience. That's what drives me crazy because it, it's kind of like you know um, Disney on Ice. It's anybody under the Mickey mask, right? They just know how to skate. It's the same thing yeah, with I, I, TSO. Yeah, I just like, kind of assumed they, it was a bunch of like a session play, you know, hired yeah. guns, you know, kind of thing. That's exactly. What, there's like an East Coast and a West Coast, and I think there's one that does does like Canadian and European um, touring. Um, but anyway, oh yeah, so so I went out and I got that beer. Uh, and th there's a price sticker over it. Apparently, somebody paid paid two dollars for this can of beer. There's a two dollar price tag on it. Where did they buy it from? Let me see. Warren Beverage. Oh, did Susan buy this? No, Susan didn't buy this. Did you buy this? This y'all peachy? No, somebody just. Okay. Rheingeist, Cincinnati made, Cincinnati made. This is called y'all peachy hoppy wheat beer with peach and peach tea. Sounds disgusting. But I opened it. <laughs> well, you you don't like wheat beers anyway, do you? I like wheat beer, but hoppy wheat no, beer. Do. Okay. Hoppy wheat beer sounds strange, but it's the actually the peach might the muskiness of the peach 
might offset the the bitterness of the hops. Let me take a sip. It's disgusting. Um, <laughs> it's not. Oh, fuck. Beer with peach tea. Ugh. That's not good. I'll drink it. It's 5.7% alcohol. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh so anyway uh and last but certainly not least who is the name caller who is the name caller who is the name caller we need to know <laughs> i just love that we had a beer tasting on turn up the night oh well you know this this actually there are some deep origins of this because i was making there was a glenn back had his oh god what was his i forget what it was he had like some kind of thing that he was doing, like the eleven 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 project, or the nine 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 project, or ten ten ten. I don't know what it was, but in in Colbert made fun of it, and then I started making fun of it, and I was like, I'm gonna do the eleven 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 project, and it was back in 2011, where I was gonna try eleven different beers over the course of eleven different days in 2011. So, oh so I had there there were those shows are lost, unfortunately. But yeah, I, I did that, and I, you know I did beer tastings. And it was fun. And Broke Hammer, when he still listened to the show, he sent me beers that I tried on. The, it, it was funny. It was a big thing. So uh, maybe we'll have to do a twenty twenty twenty. No. <laughs> right. Well, I guess two twenty twenty. I could do uh, twenty beers in twenty days in twenty twenty. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, Glenn Beck had something called the something 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 project. I don't know some. I, I don't know what it was. Um, I'll look it up. But anyway, Rain, are you ready uh, to do a little bit of name calling? I am ready. Oh, we did a beer tasting right here with you guys. You brought Bob Bobber's beer, and I reviewed it That's on the show. That's true. That's true. We did. Yeah. I should have remembered that. And Susan said like it was. And person. Susan said, and it was the best. So, <laughs> uh, but anyway, let me clear my throat. <clears> oh <throat> no, that was Rudy. So, <laughs> uh, all right, here we go, Rain. <laughs> love it when it rains. For your pleasure, it's rain from fourfreedomsblog.com. Excellent. She's never failed me before. Honey, you gotta give it away to keep it. You can't just hold on to this. Attractive, hot, beautiful. We're talking about the same thing here. You wanna mess around? Here comes the rain again. The greatest source of energy known to womankind. I'm trying to pass this shit off to Susan and see if she likes All it. Alright, so. let's get straight <laughs> to the biscuits. I'm like extending my arm, waiting for she's she's like totally in the other room, but I've got got it out here for her. <laughs> Take it. Take it. Um it sounds <laughs> like it could be good except for the tea part. I bet someone with an X chromosome. Fucking gross. Um tell me take a drink. Tell me what you think, Suze. Uh, the yeah. I mean, it's not bad at first, but that's like one second. Yeah, that's got a that's an immediate aftertaste. Yeah. It's like, what happened in my mouth? <laughs> uh, anyway, all right, Rain. Somebody spent somebody spent two dollars on so it. They did. They it, Warren Beverage. So there you go, right down the road from us. All right. So in the Will chat room, go ahead, Joe. I was gonna say, will everybody in the chat room get a? beer flavor is that what we're gonna do oh yeah i'll give everybody their own beer uh in the chat oh, room tonight oh oh didn't we okay, do that before go, or, or beer flavor a beer flavor we did beers before right, we'll right. get beer flavors okay 
Like beer flavor. Thanks. All right. All right. Here we go. So the first off, we got Barbara DC. Oh, it, easy uh, chocolate chip and beef beer. Okay. <laughs> oh, Here we go. Mm. Here we go. All right. Our neighbor, Psy Guy DC. Oh, easy there. Onion and avocado brew. Oh, dear oh. God. Francie. Francie, well, since I love Francie so much, I'm going to give her uh, my favorite uh, homebrew of all time, which is uh, acorns and butternut squash. Oh, no. You know, I I had a good one for Francie. would be head cheeks. Oh, head cheeks. Oh, my God. (laughs) All right, Heather. We got to make this good for Heather. We have Heather. Okay. Well, Heather, we're going to take a special blend of hops we're going to throw those away and we're going to replace them with um, some uh, just corn, corn on the cob and uh, um, clams. Clams. <laughs> actually, actually, that, Bob, you can help me out here. That uh, sounds there's... like a combination of Budweiser and oyster stout. Yep, there's oyster stout. There's a oh. thing. Hello. Oyster Hello. stout really is a thing. Yeah, okay. All right, who's next? Uh, Jay Colley. Oh, I'm just going to make... I'll make Joe do this next one. Or, Joe, you give me one ingredient, and I'll, I'll do the next. Okay. So i got to start the music again. There we go. All right. Jay Colley. Jay Colley. Cumin. And um, pineapple. Okay. Yeah. Cat... Pickled pig's feet. And tomato. Oh, dear God. <laughs> I've had, I've actually had pickled lager. Mmm. It was really gross. Mm. Um, so, Kenny, pick. Come on, pick your own, pick your own poison. Bud Light. Uh, baby back, baby, baby back <laughs> ribs. Well, no, I'll take, I'll take, yeah, baby what back is ribs. What's happening here? Can't we at least use ingredients that are normally beer? <laughs> well, we all right, that all right. Let's try, Joe. Let's really products. let's put our best foot forward for Dad. Non-meat products, Kenny. Pick. Okay. Uh, for blueberry. Um, and uh, let me see. Uh, kale. Oh, jeez. I thought both, you were putting your best foot. Well, both good antioxidants for Dad. I want him to eat, drink Heart Smart. Oh, okay. oh, oh, okay. Ken, that was for you. I didn't even okay. get to your dad yet. No, we did baby back ribs and ketchup for me. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, all right. My point is going forward, just no Dad. products for the beer. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Hi, Dad. All right. So, next up, living on Long Island. Um, Yogurt. And starfish. That is a meat product. <laughs> no, no, it's not. Product, it <laughs> Made of stars. It's oyster stout. Fair enough. Am I right, Bob? Um, yeah, starfish. That's uh, oh boy. Go into the ref. <laughs> the ref. Uh, okay. I it, just keep it. <laughs> just keep it clean, boys. <laughs> Above the belt. Okay. Next up, we got. We got Joe Marnus. Oh, that'd be calamari. Calamari and uh, gazpacho soup. 
Okay. <laughs> Guys, I'm really happy that you two do not brew beer at all. <laughs> yeah, seriously, there's some guys that put some weird shit in beer. This is these are these are some of the most disgusting beer combinations. You know, I've ever some heard in some my life. dirty some mm. dirty prick is going to steal our ideas from this show, and they're going to brew them. They are. They are. I don't think so. <laughs> anyway. Really? <laughs> I don't up, think so. Meow goodness. Meow. Meow goodness. Let's see. Uh, sweet potato. And nine lives cat food. <laughs> Next up, we have Michelle himself. Wait, 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 wait. Would that be the dry or the can? Kibble. We'll go kibble. I'm not a. I'm not a. All I'm right. not a sicko. All right. <laughs> Michelle. Michelle. Michelle, 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 South Florida. All right, uh, kiwi. Oh, kiwi and chalk. Chalk. Chalk <laughs> 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 Give you that. Actually, oh it could. It, chalk is microscopic organisms that are all with the, that's all their little exoskeletons. Chalk, so, okay. The we, chalk we technically could be a clarifier. Am I correct, Bob? Um, it's chalk actually has a mineral that can be used. I mean, the, you can actually add chalk in small amounts to beer, just Ooh. like there's other other ions that you can add to beer that have See? specific. I'm smart. So, I can handle it. But we're talking, we're talking like you know maybe a, a teaspoon in five gallons. <laughs> okay. So basically, Michelle gets a fruit beer, a kiwi lager. Kiwi and chalk. Okay, I'm I'm sure that's already out there. All right. All right. All right. All right. Let's get let's get Next let's up. finish up. President. President. <laughs> President. Let's see. Uh, kale. Do we do kale? Yeah, yeah. That's for dad. We already oh, used oh, them. We did kale. Um, uh, spinach. Okay, and uh, kidney beans. Oh well. Yep. <laughs> we got <laughs> just okay. Myself. Bitters. Oh, thank you. And NyQuil. I like it. <laughs> oh, my God. I just threw up in my mouth a little bit. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> okay, I'm going to remember that from here on in. Bitters and NyQuil. That's sure. my beer. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Sandy and Durwood. Uh, raisins. Oh, and uh, cornflakes. Okay. <laughs> Raisin <raise a> bran. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would actually work. That actually oh, would. Oh, oh, oh I, then oh. I changed my mind. Let's go with the batteries. <laughs> is, is that too alkaline? <laughs> Bobber, would that be a little too acidic? Or, 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 or would that be... Well, they're alkaline, so... You know, alkaline. Okay, yeah, oh, that's true. Come on. So next yeah. up, we have Theo. Okay, boysenberry. Oh, boysenberry, and he's a big sci-fi fan, so we'll go with um, with ET entrails. Okay, come on, man. Come on, man. Next up, we have Tim Coromal. ET homebrew. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> Uh, laughing gas. <laughs> <laughs> laughing gas. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's working. It's working. 
And, uh, and, and you know what? A Mad Libs book. We'll throw that in there for him. Okay. <laughs> Laughing Gas and Mad Libs. Yeah. It's the new brew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, there, there was a, uh, there was a, a, a April Fool's video that came out where a uh, brewery said that they had uh, carbonated their beer with laughing, not laughing gas, but with helium. Oh. And and, and they drank oh. it and started t- you know, talking to the high-pitched, you know, uh, chipmunk's voice. But it was all a gag because helium won't actually dissolve in beer. I don't know about that. I think I just drank one. <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least... Trojan Rabbit. Ooh. Trojan Rabbit. We should make this medieval. Oh. No, that's an extra special bitter, by the way. Just keep that mm. in mind. Okay. Medieval? Yeah. Uh, medieval. Um, mm. Let's see. What was that brew in uh, Game of Thrones that, that, that the people, let the peasants ate? What was oh, that? Uh, a bowl of brown? The bowl of brown. Yeah, bowl of brown. Okay, a bowl of brown and hardtack. Oh, <laughs> oh, man. I mean, not hardtack candy, but hardtack that pirates eat. That it was like a big, dirty cracker they used to use. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thick in their big, soup. Big, dirty cracker. Yeah, big, dirty, big, dirty cracker. <laughs> <laughs> and one time at band camp, <laughs> I shoved a flute on my big, dirty cracker. And this one time at band camp, I stuck a flute in my big, dirty ass cracker. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, thanks well, that, for an awesome chat room, and well, sorry about the beers. Yeah, I hope you so. hope they enjoy them. All right, we have time for one quick call, one quick call. But we we get, oh man, it's like eight fifty eight. Um, so three three zero five three six fourteen sixty six. Again, three three zero five three six one four six six is the number to call. Uh, make it quick. Um, and uh, yeah, just give us your um, you know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That was fun. That was fun. And, uh, you know, again, chalk, I'm, I'm surprised I actually uh, could, uh, you know, came up with something that might be usable. Yeah. So yeah. Who'd think, who'd thunk it? Uh, yeah. So yes, we are close to the break living catch up and you'll, you'll hear that. I said that. (laughs) So, uh, get a time machine. Just in case you want the the science behind it, uh, chalk yeah. is is calcium carbonate, okay. And uh, mm. the calcium is is useful, uh, helps the yeast, and it also uh, adds adds uh, provides a sort of um, body to the beer. And then the carbonate um, kind of has a uh, um, alkaline effect on the beer. So nice mm. science. Nice. Science. 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 Who needs science? science? I've actually used it before. All right. Very cool. All right. So I'm I'm putting no calls now. We're too late. But Sandy and Derwood says uh, her dad's birthday would have been tomorrow. So if you think it's appropriate, uh, John Boehner's birthday greeting for your father. This is your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Thank you. Thank you, all dear friends, for coming to my birthday! 
Yes, and uh, so uh, so Sandy, um, uh, I hope you have a good day tomorrow, uh, and you know, uh, share some memories uh, of your father with your family and and everything. And uh, and yes, uh, Jay Colley caught me. I was about ready to play. And if anybody doesn't know, that is also Bob Odenkirk singing that. I don't know if you know that. That's Bob Odenkirk. This is Bob Odenkirk. Don't mess around with God's America. This is Bob Odenkirk. Why would God let this happen? Yeah. So I've got so much Bob Odenkirk in my in my cart. So, uh, but anyway. Bob and I hmm? also sing. Don't mess around with God's America. Don't mess around. <laughs> See, oh, you love singing the songs of C.S. Lewis Jr. <laughs> we do. I mean, honestly, uh, Bob. Am mm. I wrong? Oh, we People do. People each other and be like, "Don't mess around." When we see stupid redneck trucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's better than America. Fuck yeah, really. Um, uh, but uh, you know, I, I, I'm, I was really happy that you guys like that so much. I, I, I mean, I never played it that much before you guys were on the show, and now it's like I seriously love having, love being able to play it just about every show. So. Anyway, we're going to go ahead and go to the break right now. Uh, when we come back, we're going to continue talking about Doral, talk about bed bugs, bed bugs. And I'm going to play the first clip I've played in a long time from Morning Joe. Um, but uh, it, it's worth it. It's worth it. So I, because I cannot stand Morning Joe and I do not like what they did to prop up Trump. Not too hard, Mika. Oh. But we're going to play a clip from their show today because I thought it was fucking hysterical. And it sounded like something. It sounded like us, honestly. So um, uh, so at least maybe they kind of have a sense of humor. But anyway, I'm just glad they're done playing all of Joe's terrible music on the show. Uh, <laughs> Remember when his album came out? It's like, oh, my God, that song sucks. Stop it. So, uh, anyway, yeah, when that album came out, I was like, Why would God let this happen? Yeah, that's what it was. So. <laughs> anyway, we're going to go to the break. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. A smooth-talking, jive-talking street thug. KennyPick.com souls hunt the living the living whose bodies are the only food for these ungodly creatures Adventure in fear. 
An experience in shock, more shattering than your strangest nightmare. Night of the living dead. A night with the dead who cannot die. A night of total terror. Night. Of the living dead. Now, living flesh and blood terror. Blood-spilling, bone-chilling, towering terrors in one twin thrill show. The Crawling Thing. As clutching terror reaches toward you, the scream you hear will be your own. It's too awesome to describe, too terrifying to escape, too powerful to stop. The Crawling Thing. Plus, from another world, the creature of evil. Half man, half monster, but all horror. Feel your throat grow tight with terror. Watch. Listen. Shudder. Die. The creature of evil. Can you stand to see the most gruesome twosome ever made? The Crawling Thing and the Creature of Evil. Produced in Hollywood by Maniacs. <laughs> Focus for maximum picture quality and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you. Um, some attention, please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going. Keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling, transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! All right, everybody, welcome back to the weekend edition of Turn Up Tonight with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. I still got some tears in my eyes from that name-calling session. Uh... Really bad. Uh, but Bobber for Freedom's blog, Washington, D.C. Uh, der Braumeister. Uh, you think uh, uh, Joe and I shouldn't quit our day job slash retirement? <laughs> hey, you never know. I mean, there's 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 beers out there made with Lucky Charms and Fruity Pebbles. And um, peach tea. Peach tea, uh, <laughs> you know, peanut butter and, and, and raspberry stouts and it's just all well, well joe and i were pretty meat heavy on our brews so. mm-hmm. yeah I've, cool. I've, people have tried making uh beer with bacon in it yeah that yeah mm. and yeah. you know grease grease is a very bad or grease fats oils are mm-hmm. very bad for you yeah if it was imagine. because rain stopped this i was going to go to uh cow oh. Cow tongue and mm. okay it's my fault because i understood the now sensibilities of beer uh, Cow now, tongue and bull penis. Yeah, well, you still. see, Joe, see, God see damn it, now it, this isn't good mythical morning. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and 
And of course, you well, you caught me. Welcome back, Joe Santos. This is Grand Pennsylvania, the Electric City. You and your bolt yeah. penis. Don't say penis in this house. Otherwise known as Rhett and Link. <laughs> Rhett and Link. Check out Rhett and Link. They're uh, they they have a few tour dates left for their the book signing for the Lost Causes of Bleak Creek. Um, just a couple. Just a couple. Yeah, and Rain uh, for Freedom's Blog, Washington, D.C. Welcome back to the program. I think I cut you off there, you were saying? Oh, it's fine. I have no regrets by saying, please remove the meat products from your beer ingredients. <laughs> Bob and Joe's beer, or Ken and Joe's beer. Now with our famous hot gravy. I forgot no. I forgot Please. my name and called myself Bob. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Thanks, I'm trying to... I'm trying to, uh, trying to hoist all the, or, or trying to blame it on me. Yeah, I'm trying to hoi- hoist hoist all this uh, this meat brew on you. So I could throw a few biscuits in that beer. That would work, right? Well, Bob? yeah, because biscuits are are bread, the, and bread is yeast. Yeast, yeah, yeah. It's a made from scratch so my, fried bologna and Velveeta biscuit, new no, at Hardee's. No, biscuit. No, no. A fried bologna yeah, and Velveeta biscuit. No. God damn it! Wow. I was oh trying. I was trying, Bob. Oh my goodness! Biscuit. Just. It's not. A, <laughs> it's not a beer. It's a meal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How about get, how about an entire? Started on beer as food. How about a hungry man Salisbury steak, corn, mashed <laughs> yeah. potato, and uh, cherry brownie dessert as a. That's not a beer. That with is ice, a smoothie. With ice cream. That's a with smoothie. Ice cream. That's not beer. <laughs> That's a good mythical morning smoothie. <laughs> yeah. So will it uh, smoothie? <laughs> and just throw a bull penis in it. Don't say penis in that. Uh, anyway, uh, so let's go ahead. Have you watched? Have you watched uh, any of uh, the the Joe? Just out of curiosity, have you watched any of uh, um, Chef? Um, oh God, Chef Josh's uh, videos. His uh, future fast food or. I, food fears. I, ha- I haven't. No, but he is brilliant. I have to watch. Say. Watch food fears uh, and, and future brilliant. fast food. Those are fun. So uh, yeah, Chef Josh. Is, he's, is, he's he's brilliant. He really is. He really is. He's a cool dude. Um, but uh, anyway, all right. So let, let's go ahead and get back to Doral. Well, we're not physically going there because there's one thing we don't want. I think we can all come together on this show in agreement that there's one thing that none of us wants. And that's what is being outlined here in this Morning Joe clip. Uh, here you go. Coming up, June is a slow month at Trump's Doral Golf Resort. <clears throat> well, you know why? Really slow. Well, that's when the bed bugs, it, it's cold outside. Uh, yeah. Well, the bed, bed bugs. bugs probably come in, you right? You always think about them well, when you, you hear the word Doral. If I hear Doral. Bed bugs. Bed bugs, because they had that bed bug outbreak. Doral bed bugs. And by the way, Fahrenheit's coming, and you know, he reported how much money yeah. they've been bleeding out. Oh, because of the bed bugs? Well, I mean, if we had ran a bed and ah! breakfast and, mm-hmm. you know, the official mascot of it was a bed bug, yeah. I think we'd be down on money, too. Let's talk to Fahrenheit about right, the we'll G7, Doral, bed, bug. bed bugs, and bed bugs. We'll be back. 
Joining us now, investigative reporter for The Washington Post and MSNBC contributor David Farenthold. He's been covering Trump National Doral Bebek, Miami for years. Oh, uh, Doral in June. I mean, mosquitoes are going to be bigger than Cocker Spaniels. That's, that's one thing. But, but, the, but, but, not, but not, Mike, bigger than the bed bugs. But go ahead. No, that's Ew. true. I'm, I'm itchy. What will happen to Doral after they spray for the bed bugs? What, uh, what other um, things may they do that is going to cost the government money and therefore enhance the value and upgrade the rooms? Well, don't do conventions at Doral. They go to Doral for one reason, to play golf and just to visit the bed bugs. But um, <laughs> you could not. There a lot of bed bugs. A lot of bed bugs. But once again, the real value, the real travesty as far as the emoluments clause is the millions of dollars of media impressions that they will get. David. Yeah. And the upgraded security system so they don't get uh, a gunman going in there and shooting the place up. So, but uh, I, I got to say, uh, you know, uh, uh, first, uh, you know, for Morning Joe, uh, well played. Ten bucks. Ten bucks. Uh, yeah, that just reminded, it just reminded me of like us going off on a tangent and saying something <laughs> over and over repeatedly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so so good for them. Penis? Uh, yeah. Don't say penis in this house! Stop it. We do Stop say it. penis a lot. Oh, don't say penis in this house! See, now they don't have a don't say bed bug in this house clip on Morning Joe, so. <laughs> uh, and, yeah. and why not? Where, where were the producers well, there, right? Hey, what happened? Come on. <laughs> Get on this shit. Uh, but yeah, I mean, seriously, bed bugs, crazed gunmen who are in love with Melania, former porn stars who are in love with uh, also former porn stars. Yeah, it, uh, he's going to enrich himself so much over this. I mean, the you know they're talking about oh well the 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 marketing the publicity the you know whatever. You know, just that alone, the, the, you know, the, the that's that's one thing. Yeah, that that's huge. But they're like, oh, well, well, here, here Mulvaney. Here's Mulvaney talking about, um, you know, uh, let me see. He, he basically shits his pants and mentions the emoluments violations before anybody can ask about it. I, I mean, seriously. Lay off the coke, Mulvaney. Listen to this. Questions. Um, how, is this uh, how is this not an emoluments uh, violation? How is, how is the president going to profit from this? Um, I think the president has pretty much made it very clear since he's got here um, that he doesn't profit from being here. He has no interest in profit from being here. It's one of the reasons that he's not taken a salary since he's been here. He's given that salary uh, to charity. Will not be profit. What, what is that charity again? You guys remember? The Trump Foundation? No, because they say no, he gives he's, it. He's given he's given one of his paychecks to veterans organizations. He, he gives his he gives his quarterly paycheck to whatever organization, but it's not charity. He doesn't no. give it to charity organizations, from what I understand. Yeah, uh, but so anyway, you know, I, if they would, you know, I, I'd love to see a list. Uh, but uh, but anyway, Mulvaney continuing to, uh, you know, shart. <laughs> 
chart his way through this presser. Sitting here, um, we had talked about the possibility of, of whether or not the president could actually do it at, at no cost. They understand there's difficulties with doing it that way. Um, but we're also at difficulties, obviously, if they charge market rates. So they're doing this at cost. As a result, is actually going to be dramatically cheaper for us to do it at Doral as, oh, at, uh, compared to the uh, the other final sites um, that we had. Um, so we're looking forward to that uh, to that to that uh, which, which to that meeting uh, again. To that, June uh, to that uh, uh, of next year for the forty six G seven. All right, Joe, repeat that. I um, say it again. Which were. The other final sites, yeah. which were... Mm-hmm. Nobody knows what those final sites are. They just mentioned the states. You know, some Nobody of the states. The, the, Mount Vesuvius was one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure and, and just to go Three back... Three Mile to Island. A leper colony was another. <laughs> Three Mile Island? Um, they could, they, you know... Three Mile well, Island. They, they ended up with a bed bug colony. You know, Chern- so. Chernobyl. <laughs> bed bug. Chernobyl was another. Well, yeah, Chernobyl. But, in America. Of course. Well, the emoluments on its skin, or else it gets the bed bugs again. Well, rain. To be fair, it's in Trump's America. Chernobyl. Chernobyl's okay. in Trump's America, which is Russia. So. Then why isn't it in Ohio? Hmm. No. Then if it's Trump's America, I mean, I'm thinking of a state like Ohio or or whatever the states. Florida was kind of. I was Trump. just being silly and saying that Russia is Trump's America. I know, I, but I'm okay. yeah, I'm sorry. No, that's okay. I regret. I regret my comment because I took it too seriously. Uh, I I, I accept your apology. <laughs> no, but you don't have to apologize. Stephanie Rule, um, a little while ago on yeah. on um in in with all in with Chris Hayes. Mm-hmm. Said that exposing something just nailed it on exposing Trump's G7 self dealing at Doral, adding a helicopter pad would end up with us footing the bill for renovations to reconstitute the golf course once the helipads are ripped out. Millions. So, this is so much self dealing. And when people like Mulvaney say, We're gonna, you know, we're gonna, he's not gonna make a profit for this, we're gonna do this at cost. Mm hmm. I want to know what at cost is. And well, America deserves to know what at cost is. Oh, absolutely. At cost and what has to be paid for. Security, yeah. the like you you know, the security, you know, the exterminator bills, you know, cuz they, they they have to do that. They have to yeah. do that. Even if, you know, uh, uh, I don't know, maybe they can produce records of of exterminator bills that they paid in the past or something. But yeah, there was a fucking lawsuit. There was a lawsuit. This is not just a rumor. Trump said it was a nasty rumor started by Democrats. There was a poor guy who sued <laughs> Trump Doral and won, who was eaten. He won the lawsuit. He won the lawsuit. He was covered from head to toe in welts from With being bitten bed by bedbugs. Bedbugs. Doral bed brand, bugs. Trump brand, golden bedbugs. Bedbugs. Golden bedbugs. Bedbugs. So many bedbugs. Only the best. Bed he only hires the best bedbugs. 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 Bark part. Bedbugs. <laughs> bed bugs. Bed Red rum. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Red rum. Oh. Brett Bear. Bugs. Bugs. Yeah. So I'm sorry. I'm stealing from Stephanie Miller by saying Bark Park and Brett Bear. So, but that's what yeah, it reminded me. And I shared me. with I shared with Ken in our chat that it reminded me of um, 
Red Rum. Red Rum. The Shining. The Shining. Yeah, yeah. And there's a sequel to The Shining out uh, in theaters now, I believe, called Mr. Sleep. Bed Bugs. Mr. Sleep. Well, you don't want to. You won't sleep if there's yeah, bed Mr. bugs. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Sleep with uh, Ewan McGregor. Um, oh, I, thought oh, I didn't know the, that. The Shining would be the dulling. Yeah, <laughs> with Trump. Yeah. Um, or the the bed bugging. <laughs> <laughs> with scatological man crothers, because you know. Anyway, sorry, Scatman Crothers. I shouldn't have said that. Um, but uh, he's dead. But uh, it, so anyway, and he was also the voice of Hong Kong Fooey. Everybody know that? So I remember Hong Kong Fooey. That was a Saturday morning cartoon, right? Number one, number one super guy. Hong Kong Fooey, number one super guy. Bad Hong bugs. Kong Fooey, faster than the human eye. Isn't that how it goes? So. Bad bugs. Bed bugs. Uh, it's in my head now. Yeah, well, no, and 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 here here's another oh oh here. Oh, listen to this. This one, Stephanie Grisham on oh no, we gotta well, I gotta play the jingle, uh, because it's one of my favorite jingles to play. Uh because these people are such fucking morons. Here we go. The problem with this program is it would be really easy to fake. All you got to do is put somebody else's DNA in your mouth. It was a really big gavel. For a moment, she sounded like she had gavel envy. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to touch that, Steve, if you don't touch mind. Touch his gavel. Touch his gavel. media known to make up stories about... about the Department of Homeland Security, how they were doing preliminary testing on a DNA device. However, the TSA says it will not be testing this technology. We apologize for it. Chris, can you hear us? I, I can hear you. I'm watching this, and I'm thinking... Well, all of your viewers are thinking mm-hmm. which is what a bunch of dopes <laughs> yeah uh and they had a fellow dope uh stephanie grisham what is she the white house press secretary now that doesn't do yeah she then she doesn't do yeah. um press briefings she doesn't yeah. do be best anymore she used to She'll, be best no, she, she does used bed be, bugs she used to be the be best spokesman. be best be best bed bugs Oh my God! Right. I think that might be the fifth, fifth peeler next year. Is be best bed bugs because we know the fourth peeler <laughs> next year will be vaping. Because but yeah, Baron, she's supposed to be the press secretary who yeah. only goes on Fox News, state state but media won't, won't hold any press <laughs> press briefings. Yeah, well, it's hard. That's like hard. like having a mechanic that won't fix cars. Well. What's the point? You know, I mean, you, you know, really, I mean, couldn't you, don't you think really fixing cars is just something you should you know, think about quietly in, you know, the privacy <laughs> of your own home? I guess if I don't want to drive anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, all right, here's Stephanie Grisham, uh, justifying, uh, Doral because, well, there, there's a very good reason people could get sick if they went somewhere else. Oh really? Yeah, really? yeah. She's oh, gonna oh, say this? Yeah, yeah. She's gonna say it. Listen. Uh, it was announced that apparently the G7 summit, which is going to be next year mm-hmm. uh, during the summer, is going mm-hmm. to be at Doral, which is the 
golf course resort owned by his family. Uh, and a lot of people are saying, number one, owned by him. In the summer, it's really hot in Florida, just telling you ahead of time. But the other thing <laughs> is, you know, while the president might say, I'm not making any money off this thing, the promotional value, the marketing value uh, is off the chart. Uh, I, I don't know if that's the case. I'll tell you what. The way the media, the mainstream media, is covering it, I don't know that the Trump organization would agree with that. I will tell you this. But everybody uh, we, knows about it now. Well, everybody knew about it before the president took office. I mean, the Trump brand is known everywhere. And, and I do want to say this. We had Ooh. members of our military office, Secret Service, advanced teams. We had several people, the State Department, go out to 10 different states and look at 12 different sites. Doral was one of those sites. All of them came back and made the recommendations to the president that Doral is the perfect place to hold such a summit. You've got to imagine the <clears throat> things that go into looking at these sites. You need hotel rooms that will allow for the foreign delegations to come and their staff. Transportation needs to be nearby. Airports, hospitals, helicopter landing zones. We had one site that we looked at. Uh, I won't name what site it was or what state it was in, but the altitude could have made people sick and oxygen tanks would have been brought in. Mm. Um, oh, come um, on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. What the fuck Whoa. are you about? Oxygen fucking tanks? People could have gotten sick from the altitude. Before we go further, she spoke of the Trump organization. She did. As opposed to the administration. Yes. So everybody else continue on. I took I took I was like, wow, is she speaking for the campaign? No, she said the the Trump organization. The Trump organization doesn't have anything to do with the administration. The executive office. Yeah, she said you would have to ask the Trump organization if there would be value in having one of the most high-profile foreign dignitary events of the year on American soil at one of their fucking venues that doesn't get shit for business in one of the hottest months of the year down in Florida, where they have bed bugs and guys with guns going in and shooting the fucking place up. I want to know, where were they thinking of having it where they would need oxygen tanks? Maybe Colorado, because perhaps most of the world... It would have to be Pike's Peak. Perhaps most of the world's leaders want to smoke pot if they have to endure Trump. Colorado (laughs) is only a mile high. You don't need oxygen. I I have horrible... The only time I felt a little woozy was on Pike's Peak. Exactly. And after that, you yeah, what is he t- I, I stayed I stayed it I have horrible I have horrible sinus problems and I stayed out in uh, Colorado Springs where Pikes Peak is uh, for uh, for a summer and I was a little uncomfortable here and there and yeah I was I was like 18 when it happened but yeah, a little uncomfortable from the barometric or you know not barometric but the you know the altitude but it was gone in a couple hours after arriving there. The worst part was, you know, I took a bus out there and, you know, going across country was, you know, pain in the ass. But I'm still uh, agog that she said the Trump organization went out there and searched for places. Oh, I don't Oxygen think she's tanks. Really? What the hell? Yeah, I don't think she said uh, the Trump you know, I organ- tanks are expensive. It's a lot easier just to put a can of Raid in, in you know, as a, as a <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. warming gift, you know. And 
Well, maybe it, I misunder misheard it, Ken. I, I, she said I you would have to ask that she said you would have to ask the Trump organization if this is a commercial benefit. You don't have to no, ask anybody. Here's the thing. We shouldn't have to ask them. We should be able to ask the actual administration yes, if this is a commercial benefit. Exactly. Because this is self-dealing. Yeah, well here, I'll I'll play it again and and uh let's play the just no, the beginning. You don't have to. I I mean unless you want to. You don't No, I want to. to. I want to. I want to make sure that uh that that's that's what I heard. Right, hang on. Uh, it was announced that apparently the G7 summit which is going to be next year mm-hmm. uh during the summer is going to yep. be at Doral, which is Correct. the golf course Correct. resort owned by his family. Uh and a lot of people owned by saying, him. Number 1 in the summer, it's really hot yes. in Florida, just telling you ahead of time. But the other thing <laughs> is, you know, while the president might say, I'm not making any money off this thing, the promotional value, the marketing value uh, is off the chart. Uh, I, I don't know if that's the case. I'll tell you what, the way the media, the mainstream media is covering it, I don't know that the Trump organization would agree with that. That's what she said. I don't know if the Trump organization would agree with that. But so that wasn't the question. I'm yes. Like, well, she's saying that was, that was we're going to refer all questions to outside counsel moment from her. Yeah, that's to me. That was passing the buck, passing the buck. What this fucking administration has been doing since day she one works for the White House. Yeah, she should not be saying whether or not the Trump organization would agree or disagree with that. Yeah, the Trump organization that those two words should not come out of her mouth, period. I, I agree. That's a problem to a me. A thousand percent. Yeah. So, um, all it's right. Still well, still self-dealing, yeah. especially when they say that, you know, we're going to, when, when I think it was Mick Mulvaney earlier said this, this is going to be done at cost. At cost. Yeah, he did say that. What does that even mean at cost? It means nothing. So that means somebody in the administration is sitting there evaluating. Okay, we need to make it look like we're not going to make a profit. Mm-hmm. First it, of all, they discount, most hotels in the off-season discount rooms to fill the rooms. Yeah. Because they actually have empty rooms. And I, I think they have a a 40% occupancy at Durrell at that, that time of year. It's It's the summer in Florida. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Hey, you know, no, and we we haven't even mentioned that he's inviting Putin to the G7. As an observer. Yep. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah, a lot of people haven't brought that up either. This whole thing is a hot mess. He needs to be kicked. He needs to be taken out of office before all this happens. Lord, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. so disgusting. There's a lot of I'm and even maybe ri- if he doesn't get kicked out, maybe Bob can brew some of the delightful um, <laughs> ideas that you and Joe yeah, came sure. up with. Chalk and seahorses, or whatever just, we said. <laughs> so cow tongue and liver. Yeah. <laughs> oh Bull penis. Don't say penis in this house. And. There's a brewery that made the beer with um, Rocky Mountain oysters. Yeah. It's true. Yep. I thought you were going to say Rocky happen. Mountain Mike. Is Mike okay after that? <laughs> 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 anyway, we got to go to the break. As promised, I'm going to play the um, uh, the audio from Elijah Cummings. Um, oh. From uh, his closing remarks on the Cohen hearing, because 
I I mean, they were powerful enough. It, it's it's almost six minutes. It was powerful stuff. It was absolutely powerful stuff. I could have gone for some of his like his first floor speech or something else, but um, I chose this because it uh, it it kind of shows his heart and soul. And, you know, his dedication to getting to the truth of what, what's been going on under this criminal administration. And, um, and you know what? I, I hope we do right by him. I hope we do right by Elijah Cummings. Cause he, oh God, he I, I'm, this broke me, Ken. This made yeah. me so sad. I, yeah, I, I, I understand. Um, but, uh, Anyway, I'm I'm not even going to play a wacky bumper or anything like that. You're listening to Turn Up the Night on Indie Media Weekly. And uh, here we go. We're going to listen to Elijah Cummings from earlier this year at the end of the Michael Cohen hearing. You know, I've sat here and I've listened to all of this. And it's very painful. It's very painful. Um, you um, made a lot of mistakes, Mr. Cohen. And you've admitted that. And, um, you know, one of the saddest parts of this whole thing is that some very innocent people are hurting too. And you acknowledge that. And um, that's your, your family. And so you come here today and you, I, 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 deep in my heart after, I, you know, and when I practice law, I represent a lot of lawyers who got in trouble. And you've come saying I had made my mistakes, but now I want to change my life. Um, and you know, if we, if if we, um, as a nation, did not give people an opportunity after they made mistakes to change their lives, um, a whole lot of people would not do do very well. I don't know where you go from here. Uh, as I sat here and I listened to both sides, um, I just felt as if, and and you know, people are use, now using my words that they took from me, that didn't give me any credit. We are better than this. <laughs> we are so much, we really are. As a country, we are so much better than this. And, Mr. Cohen, I tell my children, I say when bad things happen to you, do not ask the question, why did it happen to me? Ask the question, why did it happen for me? I don't know why this is happening for you, but it is my hope that a small part of it is for our country to be better. If I hear you correctly, it sounds like you're crying out for a new normal, for us getting back to normal. It sounds to me like you want to make sure that our democracy stays intact. When I, the one meeting I had with President Trump, I said to him, the greatest gift that you and I, Mr. President, can give to our children is making sure that we give them a democracy that is intact, a not democracy better than the one that we came upon. And I'm hoping that the things you said today will help us begin to get back there. You know, I mean, come on now. I mean, when you got, according to the Washington Post, our president has made at least 8,718 8, false or misleading statements. That's stunning. That's not what we teach our children. I don't teach mine that. And for whatever reason, you sound like you got caught up in it. You got caught up in it. You got caught up in it. And some kind of way, I hope that you will, I, I know 
that it's painful going to prison. I know, I know it's got to be painful being called a rat. And let me, let me explain. A lot of people don't know the significance of that, but I live in the inner city of Baltimore, all right? And when you call somebody a rat, that's one of the worst things you can call them because when they go to prison, that means a snitch. I'm just saying. And so the president called you a rat. We're better than that. We really are. And I'm hoping that all of us can get back to this democracy that we want and that we should be passing on our, to our children so that they can do better than what we did. And so you wonder whether people believe you. I don't know. I don't know whether they believe you. But the fact is that you come, you have your head down, and this has got to be one of the hardest things that you could do. Let me tell you the picture that really, really pained me. You were leaving the prison. You were leaving the courthouse. And I guess it's your daughter had braces or something on. Man, that thing, man, that thing hurt me. As a father of two daughters, it hurt me. And I can imagine how it must feel for you. But I'm just saying to you, I want to, first of all, thank you. I know that this has been hard. I know that you face a lot. I know that you are worried about your family. But this is a part of your destiny. And hopefully, this portion of your destiny will lead to a better, a better, a better Michael Cohen, a better Donald Trump, a better United States of America, and a better world. And I mean that from the depths of my heart. When we're dancing with the angels, the question will be asked, in 2019, what did we do to make sure we kept our democracy intact? Did we stand on the sidelines and say nothing? Did we play games? And I'm tired of these statements saying, they come, people come in here and say, oh, oh, this is the first hearing. It is not the first hearing. The first hearing was with regard to prescription drugs. Remember, a little girl, a, a, a lady sat there, Miss Wortham, her daughter, died because she could not get $333 a month in insulin. That was our first hearing. Second hearing, HR1, voting rights, corruption in government. Come on now. We can do more than one thing. And we have got to get back to normal. With that, this meeting is adjourned. Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. I am Miles Lagant, inviting you to listen to Mike Check Radio every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Our host, Adam Hebert, will be bringing the latest in politics and nerd news to discuss, including movies, games, and anime, all while putting up with boss-level button-pushing from yours truly. I'm your huckleberry. Also, my lovely wife, Michelle, the mistress of mayhem, will be there to pwn Adam for his use of the F-bomb. I'm nice and sweet and pure, so fuck off! Ooh. And Metal Master Kenny Pick will help keep the show on the rails with a stern but guiding hand. Remain calm! All is well! All is well! Indie Media Weekly, doing the best with what we have to work with.
Hello, listener. I have a very special offer for you today. Are you interested in listening to a group of middle-aged white people talk about geeky subjects once a week? Very refreshing and new, I know! Me and my friends at First Table Gaming enjoy having roundtable discussions on important and intelligent dumb shit. For example, why doesn't Magneto just use the Earth's molten core to put us all out of our collective misery? Can he even control lava? What is even in lava? How can anyone actually know what the core is made of? Does Wonder Woman have a favorite color? Find out more about this useless information by listening to the Lunatic Parade podcast. We stream every week. Catch us on Fridays at 10.15 or Saturdays at 7 Eastern Standard Time here on Indie Media Weekly. It's all treats and no tricks on Indie Media Weekly. Happy Halloween! At the full of the moon. When the night is dark, make a wide path around the unholy grounds of the night, people. IndieMediaWeekly.com Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Like Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland! <laughs> yeah! Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Scranton. Thank you, Washington, D.C. Twice. Not once, but twice. And, of course... Uh, stick around after the show tonight, 10, 15 PM Eastern. We have the lunatic parade, I believe episode nine. Wow. Can you look at that? Uh, that's, that's like, we've had the lunatic parade on our show, uh, on our network now for two months and a week. That's exciting. So, and they keep trucking away on uh, a podcast because we're, we're still not caught up. I know Kurt was just recording one, and Kurt's out there in the chat room tonight. Um, welcome, Cousin Curtis. And, uh, of course, uh, best of luck with your band, Red Tape Revolution. And he was just at Goulardi Fest last weekend. He couldn't make our clam bake because of that, so I hope everything went well. His wife's business... Uh, uh, they, they set up out there uh, at the Cuyahoga County Fairgrounds. Very exciting. So, uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, uh, everybody stick around, like I said. And, of course, listen to the Lunatic Parade on Saturdays at 7, 7 p.m. Eastern. And, of course, tonight, 10, 15 p.m. Uh, but anyway, welcome back to the program, all y'all. And I don't really have, uh, I, I thought I had a lot more audio than I did. But it was, uh, I think it was just hogged up with uh, dumb clips like uh, this. The, 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 and this. Who's the whistleblower? Who's the whistleblower? And Who's the whistleblower? We have to know. And this. Happy, 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 happy. Yeah. <laughs> and this. To that, uh, to that, to that, uh, to that. Yeah. So that that that. that, that, that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Levin. Levin Ack Ack. Uh, let, me, let me see. Do I have the Ack Ack? Levin edit. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah. I don't know if I still have that or not. 
Do we still have it? Uh, Republican Party. No, I don't think so. Anyway. Republican Party. So anyway, um, yeah, uh, let's go ahead and uh, start, uh, um, maybe talk a little bit about, do you guys want to talk a little bit about Syria before we... Uh, uh, yeah. I I missed this. At 4 o'clock this afternoon, the Washington Post published an op-ed from Mitch Mc, McConnell. Really? But. And the twi- the title of it is Withdrawing from Syria is a Grave Mistake. And the first paragraph, I'm just reading it now, which I'm, I'm sorry I didn't share it with us in the chat room. Um, the first paragraph, Withdrawing from U.S. Forces from Syria is a Grave Strategic Mistake. It will leave the American people and homeland less safe, emboldening our enemies and weaken important alliances. Sadly, the recent announced pullout risks repeating, this is here it is, both sides do it, Repeating the Obama administration's reckless withdrawal from uh, Iraq, from Iraq, not Syria, which facilitated the rise of the Islamic State in the first place. Um, I have not read the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I find it very interesting that Mitch McConnell actually said this is a bad thing. Yeah, well, I read the whole thing, and he, not once does he mention Trump. It's like this all happened uh, by some uh, divine intervention. Yeah. Well, okay, I, I can't disagree with you on that. I did not read the whole thing. I'm not surprised he didn't mention Trump. But, Joe, what do you think the fact that he wrote this at all? Again, you know, don't, I get a kick don't out you of think this it's, Don't you think it signals something? Come on, man. No, you know no. I'm an optimist. No, what's he doing? I mean, what is he doing about it? Nothing. So he put okay. the security of the United States at mortal risk by this this one move because of the risk it causes from terrorism terrorists that are going to escape not not be guarded and not once in the article does he mention trump as being responsible for this not once does he does he uh say that trump trump made it it was trump that made the mistake and that trump should be held accountable nothing nothing like like this happened as as a force of 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 nature yeah, like it just happened. Like Turkey, or Turkey decided to do it, you know, and somebody decided to let them do it. But we were not going to say who that was. It's the ghost he of Obama's. Be, yeah, it's, it's the ghost yeah. of Obama's tan suit who did it, right? I mean, that pisses <laughs> me off because they don't, they don't, you know. And then he ends the article by 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 saying, "Oh, this is you know, it's like what Obama did in Afghanistan, his retreat in Afghanistan." Well, bullshit. But you don't name you don't you don't say a thing about Trump. You don't do a thing about Trump. Mm-hmm. You don't call Trump up. You don't you don't go to go to the public and say Trump screwed up, and he and he jeopardizes jeopardized our our uh, national security. No, he writes this op-ed article and makes it sound like this just happened as a force of nature. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that's bullshit. Yeah, and you know, and you've got other people coming out. Uh, uh, you know, a, a lot of Republicans coming out. I mean, well, what was the um, the House vote the other day? What was it? How many Democrats or, or how many? How many? Three, three ninety to sixty or something. Yeah, some sixty, number. sixty. And of course, don't worry, everybody. Guess- Louis Gohmert and Matt Gates were in the sixty. Who? Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, right. Even can, even can Lindsey I- Graham, even Lindsey Graham came out in public and said. I will hold Donald Trump responsible. You know, if oh if, he's if been rises. But don't you know what I mean? I mean, but Mitch McConnell raised this up in the Washington Post. He doesn't even mention Trump. I know he didn't mention Trump, but 
here's the thing. He wrote something. And don't you think it's like a backwards way to sort of maybe allow some of these freaking Democrats to open up their yaps? I mean, I'm thinking about this this particular Republican you Republican thing. Not you as said, not as a brave thing. You said Democrats, you mean Republicans, right? I meant Republicans. I'm yeah, sorry. That's not okay. as a not as a brave thing, because I don't think that Mitch McConnell is ever gonna do anything to be brave or to be mm. he's gonna do it. He everything he does is to protect himself. I find it interesting that he wrote this at all. Well at all. It, it, he didn't write it for you and I, Joe. No, I'm not saying or, he wrote. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just saying that he it, it, nowhere in there does he blame the administration or does he blame Trump. In fact, in a in a backhanded way, he blames Obama. I, I okay. yeah. of course he does. And and and, and that's the and, only name he brought up. If he wants to be serious about this, instead of writing a, a wishy-washy op-ed in the Washington Post, why don't you go on the goddamn floor of the Senate, like 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 Mitt put Romney, it in the record. And put it in the record, and like Mitt Romney said, didn't say this is a blood stain on America. Mm-hmm. Okay, by a, yeah. by by Donald Trump. Right. Okay, I, take I him don't think on. It's a step forward. I, I, I I'm a, again, I'm I'm riding the I'm riding the wire fence uh, between you guys. I hope you're you're right, Rain, but I always question the motivations of evil, sick Republicans like Mitch McConnell. Well, you know. I, I'm not saying that I'm like, yay, Mitch. I hope nobody... No, nobody, nobody's saying, saying that. I, I, I'm just... I think the fact yeah. that he wrote this at all is very telling because mm-hmm. Mitch McConnell <clears throat> only does... Anytime he does anything, it's for his own self-preservation. And yes, uh-huh. Joe's right. right. He didn't mention Trump. I would never have expected him to mention Trump. I sort of feel like whatever he wrote there in this article today is for his own self-preservation because I think he knows shit's coming down. Yeah. Well, that I agree with. The, he's the he, he's trying written, to just trying to walk a tight tightrope, you know, on the, right. that fine razor edge. Not criticize Trump, but not not criticize Trump. Or do you yeah. think maybe he's trying to move the goalposts for Republicans so they can move forward on voting for impeachment over this instead of? What I mean, the article. Uh, I, do you think maybe re- some Republicans will try and work this into the articles of impeachment? Well, you know they may, but 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 <laughs> the Democrats are going to have to. You know, I have to say that that you're really. I mean, as as horrendous as what he did is, it's a policy decision, and I don't think it's an impeachable yeah. offense. <laughs> you really. I, I mean, as as horrible. Okay. It's probably the most horrible thing, and I've said this even in the chat. Uh, yeah. In our production chat, it's probably the most horrible thing he's ever done as president. Mm-hmm. You know, leave, yeah, leaving he's... our allies in the in the on, in combat on the field. We never do that. We've yeah. never done that in history. So yeah, it's probably, but it's not impeachable. Yeah, because it's his policy decision. Well, and you've it, got it, a... it isn't. It isn't. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. No, I was going to say, you've got a lot of uh, other Republicans coming out, uh, like uh, Master Billy Quizboy, a.k.a. Dan Crenshaw. Sorry, if nobody watches the Venture Brothers, look up Master Billy Quizboy. He looks just like Dan Crenshaw. Sorry. Um, uh, But, uh, yeah, Dan Crenshaw, uh, you know, uh, there's an article from Mediaite by charlie nash dan crenshaw shuts down trump's ceasefire victory lap he allowed chaos to ensue 
I, I mean, yeah. you know, more and more. And Dan Crenshaw. <laughs> here's here's the thing. He's kind of awful. <clears throat> with, yeah. With Joe, what you just said, Joe, is correct. That is a policy thing, and so you know this this op ed by him, even though it's policy and it's not impeachable, over there in the House of Representatives, they're they're coming up with a lot of impeachable offenses, mm-hmm. and and you know what? Once it gets to the Senate, and there was there was an article this week that that. McConnell said, prepare yourselves. This is how we're going to have to run um, our prosecution in the Senate when it, co- when it comes to impeaching. He is assuming it <clears throat> that he will be impeached, right? Mm-hmm. This yeah. is policy, and I agree that this is policy. But you know what? People can vote to impeach the president for whatever damn reason they want to. Well, high crimes and misdemeanors. I, I don't think I don't think even the Democrats or Nancy Pelosi want, wants to, you know, fold. Now I, I think I'll give you're you missing this. my point. I think you're missing my point. My point is, is that the House is going to send whatever articles impeachment they send over, and it won't be because of Syria. Because this is really ugly. It's gross. It's we're we're facing down ethnic cleansing. So senators are going to have to vote on on those articles, but. I don't believe for a minute that what's happening in Syria, knowing how much Republicans are unhappy with what is happening, I don't believe for a minute that they're going to be like, well, Syria is not in that, so I'm not going to vote yes or no. I I feel like, I don't know how to explain this, but I feel like... No, no, I agree agree with you that, that, that there's the possibility that even though the articles of impeachment don't mention Syria, that that this will piss them off so much that they may just vote them out of office just for spite and say yes to the to the articles that they normally wouldn't just because right. they're mad about it. yeah i understand what you're saying and i agree that's a possibility but make no mistake about this article that he wrote and, and whatever whatever any of these people are saying it's a cya move Mitch McConnell wants to go of on record course. in the Washington Post to say if 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 there is a major terrorist attack that is claimed by ISIS in this country, something like 9/11 or something akin to to driving you know driving into Times Square with a with a bus or something something really horrendous, they don't want to be they want to be on record as saying they oppose this because when the shit hits the fan, they don't want to say they didn't say nothing. Oh no! I wrote this article. We were against it. We were on record as against it. That's all this is. I, yeah, I don't think that's going to cover them. I, right. I still the, well, think I don't either, giving but, covers cover yeah. to Republicans. Anyway. Well, but, See, anyway, Joe and I, Joe and I, well, having let, those conversations. Yeah, I know, I know. Uh, but uh, uh, let's let Bobber hop in, and then we gotta we gotta get to Mad Libs uh, real quick or Mad Cons. Bobber, you got anything to I, add to this? No, no. You guys covered everything. Let's just go to Mad Libs. All right. Let's do that and parting me. shots. I'm ready for some me too. And I did I did put a picture of Dan Crenshaw and Master Billy Quiz Boy in the chat room so you guys can compare <laughs> and contrast. The eye patch is on the wrong eye, but yeah. Wrong guy. So anyway, that's the only difference really. So same, same. All right, uh, here we go, folks. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. This is madness. Don't get mad, get mad libs. Oh, God bless Matt Libs. 
All right, here we go. We're going alphabetical order tonight. Uh, Bobber, part of the body, sir. Uh, taint. Taint. Uh, nor the front, nor the back, but the taint. Um, <laughs> ain't the front, ain't the back, it's the taint. And uh, Bobber, uh, I'm sorry, Joe, it's God. I want to call everybody Bob tonight. Myself, Joe. <laughs> Uh, Joe, uh, female conservative. Uh, let's see. Megan Kelly. Oh, yeah. She's going to launch her own fucking news yeah. channel or news outlet or something. Yeah. That ought to go over like a something. fucking lead balloon. So. Yeah, she'll make a million dollars doing that. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Rain, part of the body. Um, toenail. Toenail. Uh, bobber. Part of the body. <laughs> <laughs> part of the body. Um, uh, I'm sure penis has already been taken. Yeah, uh, it has. And don't say that word in this house. <laughs> oh no, I'm sorry. Uh, I played the wrong thing. <laughs> yeah. Don't say. This is your penis song. Okay, how about uh, Big Dirty Asshole? <laughs> BDA. There it is. <laughs> BDA. I love being able to abbreviate things, so I, I got to do something real quick. I got to start the music over again, but there we go. All right, uh, and Joe, part of the body, plural. Oh, jeez. Um, uh, uh, let's see. Uh, ears. All right. And moving right along. We're almost done here because our uh, our chat room was pretty good. It helped me fill this one out. These two out. We got two. Uh, all right. So rain and occupation. Kale farmer. <laughs> we had a lot of kale references tonight on the program. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, oh! I think there's a fart squirrel outside, everybody. Uh oh! I can, I can um, sniff it uh. creeping in, creeping in the crevices of our windows and doors. Um, all right, uh, bobber, a verb ending in ing. Um, slurping. <laughs> slurping. Okay, Joe, a letter of the alphabet. Z. Z. And Rain, I need an article of clothing. Oh. Oh, okay, an article of clothing. I think I want to go with, um... Oh, I have so many dirty things in my head right now. Um... Pick one. What is I want to go with Merkins. Merkins. <laughs> <laughs> that is... Arguably an article of clothing. It is. Uh, well, it's it's kind of a toupee, but uh, I'll take it. Uh, it's kind of it's a down it's a downstairs toupee. It's. Does your downstairs finger look like this? 
pasty. No, no, no. It's good. Well, I, I like marking it. I already wrote it down. And Joe. Uh, oh, no, oh, wait. No, yeah. No, Bobber. Bobber, last one. You get a verb. A verb. Um, spew. All right. There we go. We are all done Isn't with the mammals. more or less like a landing strip? Uh, a landing strip is a <laughs> natural formation, I believe, that you have to, like, cl- you yeah, have to like, get, get clear out the land. Mm-hmm. Some of them are fluffy, clear. some of them gotta, are straight. You got a clear brush like Bush always did when he went, went down to his ranch. <laughs> it's, it's more like landing in the wild than landing on a strip. Oh, I had a good name for uh, the Doral Bed Bug Ranch is what I wanted to call it. Um, I forgot to say that. <laughs> the Doral Shoot 'em Up Bed Bug Ranch. So, because uh, you know they got the shooter that was there last year, the Doral Shoot 'em Up Bed Bug Ranch. I think is what I'm going to call it. That will be a complicated brand, a branding iron. Bed bug. Yeah. Bed bug. Bed bug. All right, here we go. This is an interview with a TV hunk. Oh, wait a minute. I need one more. So, Joe, you're the next. Uh, uh, this is... Um, shit, I already gave away the name of it. So, uh, give me uh, a male conservative. Tucker Carlson. Oh, God. Tucker Carlson. All right. Um, okay, so this is interview with TV hunk Tucker Carlson. Interviewer. Getting right to it, how's it feel to be TV's leading sex symbol? Tucker Carlson. Strange, I really don't notice it. Off screen, I'm a really itchy person. Must have stayed at Doral. Um, interviewer, when did you decide you wanted to be a kale farmer? <laughs> Tucker Carlson. I was in a school production of Hamlet. And I received a slurping ovation. That did it. Oh, God. Uh, Interviewer, were you a slimy student in school? After all that slurping, he was. Tucker Carlson, I was a Z student. Good job, Joe. Good job. You are. It, it's, it's, it's the highest letter. Yeah, it's it's like you were. You were like you were telling the future. Precient. Yeah, you're prescient. Um, and all right. So, interviewer, I see you are a sore reader. Care to spew your favorites? Oh God, this is great. <laughs> this is awesome. Living. All right. This one, I'm gonna. You know, you, you done good on this one right now. Uh, Tucker Carlson, Dickens' Tale of Two Penises. Oh <laughs> Don't say penis in this house! Oh, that's perfect. And Dumas, Man in the Iron Merkin. <laughs> wow, you gotta be careful that Iron Merkin. Yep. Might chafe a bit. Might chafe. That causes Peroni's disease. Make sure, yeah, yeah. Make sure you have a good welder who knows how to curve the edges of that thing. Yeah. Uh, And interviewer, how would you like your dancers to remember you, Tucker Carlson, as a scummy actor and a speedy person? There you go. All right. And that was not bad. Not bad. 
Here's TV Celebrity Magazine piece. Breathless, wearing her glasses on top of her taint, Megan Kelly rushes into her dressing room on the set of One Grifter to Love. <laughs> She's wearing a colorful summit around her toenail and a full-length champion and very cool bed bugs. Bed bugs. Bed bugs. Off screen as well as on, she's independent and corrupt and very comfortable in her own big dirty asshole. (laughs) (laughs) You understand immediately why she's a roll subpoena for millions of teenage summits. Oh, I use summits twice. I'm sorry. Whatever. Same teenage smurfs. Whatever. Although she's rehearsing her weirdo. She still finds time to wrongly talk to us. <laughs> Megan Kelly, yeah, she wrongly talked to just about her. Santa is white, you know. Uh, but before we get that far, she's called to the set. The interview ends slowly before she turns and says, just because you're thought of as a mud flap symbol doesn't mean you don't have a good head on your ears. Oh. There you go. Those were both from Primetime Mad Libs, everybody. You needed more bed bugs. <laughs> Did. All the bed bugs. The best bed bugs. The be best bed bugs. Be best. Be best speaking bed of, bugs. Speaking of Megan Kelly, I know we have to. Is anybody else looking forward to seeing the movie Bombshell? Uh, yeah, I'll watch it when it comes to cable, but I'm not going to the theater to see it. I don't go to see political movies in the theater, so. Yeah, I can't wait to see that one. Oh, you meet too many creeps. And bedbugs. I just like uh, I just like seeing things on the big screen that are like big and bombastic, like the Marvel movies, Star Wars movies, you know. I understand. Yeah, I understand. I mean, we, we probably won't go to the movies to see it, but I can't wait. Yeah. Cool. All right, well, we have to do parting shots because we're already over time right now. And, of course, the Lunatic Parade awaits... So, we'll go alphabetical uh, once again on uh, Parting Shots. Bobber, what do you have? Great to have you back on the program, by the way. Thanks. Um, the uh, We didn't get a chance to, at least while I was on the show, we didn't get a chance to talk about Tulsi Gabbard and uh, Hillary Clinton's comments about her. Um, oh, yeah. I thought it was, I thought it was kind of interesting, um, kind of ballsy of, of clinton to come out and, and say that about her i don't know if she knows something the rest of us don't know or um she most certainly does know, or if she's you know just she she could just be trolling republicans into automatically supporting gabbard you know as an alternative mm-hmm. to trump uh, so that the democrat will win That's which good i think point. would be pretty brilliant yeah so well, I'm looking forward to seeing how this mystery unfolds. Yeah, well, I love that she didn't even mention Gabbard by name, and Tulsi was like, How dare she! <laughs> <laughs> I'll get you, Clinton! Um, hey, look, Skeletor appeared. Skeletor is <laughs> Well, here I go again. Uh, or there I go again. Uh, but yeah, and um, uh, all right. So, Joe, what is your parting shot tonight? Well, y- you know, we were talking about beer and, and Bobber. This is right up your alley. Oh, 
Do you know Sam Adams made an extreme beer? Extreme yeah, beer. Yeah, Sorry. Yes. Do that, uh, almost every year. That contains ninja yeast. Well, and they make that utopias. They make that utopias almost yeah. every year. And it's been banned in 15 states. Because the alcohol content. Yes. Extreme wow. beer. Wait. Extreme oh, beer. Uh, no, I tried. I tried uh, here uh, this way. Extreme beer. There. <laughs> that, that's what I meant to do. It's, it's available in PA. Yeah, if you available in Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah, it's two ten. Two hundred ten dollars for a twenty four point four ounce bottle, mm-hmm. and it pairs well with uh, mango chili chicken. <laughs> mango chicken chili and banquet clam chowder. <laughs> clam chowder. Fish and chips. Second mortgage. <laughs> Wait, wait! What the hell did I just do there? I don't know. I hit, I hit, I hit the dial. You on the rolling BT three. You did. Well, and I think Lady Gaga had a couple swigs of the beer. She's a monster. Uh Oh, she fell. Yeah. Well, she was also dry humping one of her fans too. She was. <laughs> they fell backwards off the stage. I could see why. I could see why. Lady Gaga, more like ma- Lady Hump Hump. Whatever. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> ex- extreme humping. <laughs> extreme, extreme humping. Well, I've, I've actually yeah. tried a, a, a version of that Utopias from about four year four years ago, maybe four or okay. five years ago. Uh, How some- did you look? Um, it tastes like cognac to me. Oh, really? It's oh. it's very rich and 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 very warming. Um, and of course, it's not carbonated at all. Yeah, it <clears> says in this, this article that uh, it's deep, rich, malty smoothness, reminiscent of a vintage port cognac, cognac or fine sherry. Yeah, deep, I'm, I'm, rich, I'm, smooth, I'm, malty. <laughs> In your face. With kale and half. Now with kale. And bull penis. And bull. Don't say penis in this house. (laughs) Don't say penis in this house. Seriously, don't do it. Are you done with your parting shot, Joe? From South Park right now, Ken. Joe, you're done. Rain, what's your parting shot? Make it extreme. (laughs) You burnt. Okay. You burnt. You burnt. My my parting my parting shot, fellows, my dear friends, my loves. Yes, yes. Is a quote. And the quote is, when we are dancing with the angels, the question will be asked, in 2019, what do we do to make sure that our democracy is kept intact? Did we stand on the sidelines and say nothing? And that was, Rep- it was Elijah Cummings. And he was also the one who said, this, is, this yeah. is ours to watch. Our democracy is ours to watch. And that was in that so clip. My par- yeah, that was in the that clip that I played on the break. Yes. And so... Um, my parting shot is that Bob and I are going to go to his public viewing at the Capitol building. 
And um, I know this sounds kind of trite, and I don't mean it to be trite, but we're going to go because Bob and I want to go, but we also want to go on behalf of Four Freedoms Blog and turn up tonight. Uh, I appreciate that. Uh, I get words don't express how much I appreciate that. You know, I, I, when I found out that he passed away yesterday, and I'm, I'm tearing up again because that's what I do. Yeah. But, uh, you know, finding out that he was signing subpoenas from his hospice room, um, I feel like this is, this is the thing that we can do. And so he's gonna, he's gonna be, you know. He's going to be in state at the Capitol building, as we expected. Nancy Pelosi announced it today. Um, so we're going to go there on behalf of all of our friends. And if any, I will put this out there. If any one of our friends want to come down here once we get more information and want to stay with us, to go with us, you're invited. That's my parting shot. Awesome. Amen to that. Amen. Amen. So. Mm. Amen. And thank you for that. That's That's very touching. That means a lot. Um, but yeah, uh, and, and, um, cause it would be an honor, absolute honor, uh, to be there. But, uh, on that note though, we do have to wrap up cause we're almost at a quarter after and, uh, the lunatic parade is coming up. Uh, don't miss that, uh, every Friday, uh, at 10, 15 PM Eastern right here after Indie, uh, turn up the night on Indie Media Weekly. And, of course, uh, they broadcast at 7 p.m. Eastern every Saturday. And we'll all be on Mike Check Radio this Sunday, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, with Adam, Miles, and Michelle. And, of course, Paul's Memory Bank is back. All of our music programming is, is coming back, including uh, Midnight Sun with Adam Hebert, uh, The Bento Box, Gods and Monsters I'm working on. Uh, but, yeah, um, and we still have some old-time radio stuff that we're planning on doing uh there's a little bit of stuff here mixed around but uh uh other than that though um everybody have a great weekend take care of one another take care of yourselves do something fun do something that distracts you from all the ugliness uh um that's coming out of uh, the trump administration and uh look up to your heroes and um look away from the people you don't have respect for um that's it we'll see everybody on tuesday right here on turn up the night that's it over and out rock and roll god bless america time for go to bed i'm finished goodbye we now conclude broadcast activities on behalf of the management and staff we wish you a pleasant good night Thank you! Good night, Lawrence! <laughs> That's it! <laughs> Woo! Who's the whistleblower? Who's the whistleblower? Who is the whistleblower? We have to know! No.